yours, Dr. Fucking Stein Clinton, and you're listening to Rick and Bubba, the sexiest two fat men in the world, y'all. They be giving up the funk. It is six minutes past the hour from the award-winning Rick and Bubba Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. It is another hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, uh, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all in the mix. Rick and Bubba intern Stretch Armstrong and Happy Gilmore earning their degree in common sense. Common sense, of course, now a superpower. Welcome back for a brand new hour. Look over there. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bus. Rick, I'm doing well. Listen, I want to ask one more thing about the wild game uh, yeah. cook-off, okay? Yeah. I know Greg and, and people will be sampling it to judge, but if you come to watch, do you get to sample everything? <laughs> That's exactly right. If you buy okay. a ticket, tickets are $40 per person or $50 per a couple, kids 15 under free. But if you come in, we have your beverages there to, uh, to, right. to drink, and then also you get to sample every item. Oh, so far, see, that's, that's the that's the thing you I had, missed. You had me at sample every item. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, yeah, this. we've got over forty teams that are signed up, mm. cook teams that are signed up. So it's it's going to mm. be pretty cool. And make sure I say this, Hannah: twenty five dollars, you can come and take a lap around the racetrack what? with one of our drivers. We'll take you for a lap around the racetrack. We didn't mention for that. For 25 bucks. <laughs> yes, a pretty big thing. That's why you mentioned that. Oh, oh my Russell. gosh, we got off track, you know? Yeah. Now, you need we to take that lap. Did you say off track? <laughs> now, you need to take that lap before you start sampling the Yeah. Food. Well, yeah. Let, me, let, me, let me make sure I'm clear here. It's $25, you, you, and on, one of our drivers will take you around in one of our vehicles. Yeah. Okay. The gates open up at 4 o'clock, but then we close the rides when it gets dark. Okay. You can't drive it, and it's not going to be oh, no. in a race car. It's going to be in one of the vehicles. That's exactly right. We'll okay. take you around for but a quote But you get to go around lap. the lap. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, for only 25 bucks, and it goes to the AWF. Yeah, now, but- now, if you remember, we had a giveaway one time where I drove the pace car with a listener, so I went through the school. Am I qualified to take somebody around the track? Uh, because of your effort in the past, <laughs> you're not now. Okay. <laughs> but I was officially qualified, remember? You, the, the, the key word is there, were. Listen, <laughs> they were giving me, when I was getting qualified, they set it up, I turned my license in, and they called me back. It was expired, and I didn't know it. Uh, that's, I mean, that's true. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah, my driver's license was expired. <laughs> Come on, Greg. Hey, Russell, paper. Russell, if you're, if you're going to let Greg drive people around, keep him away from the snack bar. Yeah. But how about this? You think Greg won't be holding court down no. there? Good uh, night. Night. He always does. I mean, he's when you get he's the king of town. If if you look at some of the folks that we had to come and judge, I mean, there's a lot of holding court nearby a lot of different people. I know. Yeah. I mean, you know, we and Greg's we, clearly we, the we, biggest celebrity there. We I mean, we have a lot of celebrity honest. media judges that oh, will yeah. be there. Yeah, and, some uh, It's it's really it's fun. <laughs> it's it's really fun to be back behind the scenes watching those guys no, they taste played. every. Delicacy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then afterwards, we bring them out and they mingle with all the folks there, too. So it's all, all right. fun. All the information to show notes at rickandbubba.com. Come to our great state of Alabama. Go to one of our icons, Talladega Super Speedway, and have a blast. Mm-hmm. All right. So, a couple of our interns, I mean, I, we knew that that uh, Crash, better known as Hannah Kinder Connect, Kinder, Kinder Connect, just goes all together. Hannah Kinder Connect. A great German name. Yep, right? Yes, one, one of our past German interns. <laughs> um, and uh, and then, of course, former intern Orange Galuli, Kathy Sherbert, is here. Hello, hello. Uh, and so it started, we knew that, that Crash would be here because she's, you know, she's out hawking what's going on at yeah. Talladega, and she's been working there for nearly 10 years now. Mm. So And then uh, Galuli kind of came out of nowhere today, said she was just in the neighborhood. 
And we know that uh, our own Orange Galuli participated in the personal ad show she this sure year. did. And I think that Crash, her family, wanted her to be in Crash, it. did your family try to get you to get involved? They did. I um, <laughs> I got a text from my mom that said, Rick and Bubba are having their personal ads for Godly Partner Matching. You should check out the podcast and see if there's anyone God sparks your interest. Couple dots and then go God. <laughs> so your mom, is you're still single, and she's like, okay, we're ready for a godly man. I don't know, based on Orange Galulu's experience, if the personal ad show was the way to go. But uh, but 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 I but I appreciate your mom thinking that. Yeah. So your mom is your mom ready for you to settle down? She is. I think she's been ready for a, a while. I think she wants a a cute little Asian grandchild. Right. <laughs> and who doesn't? By the way, who doesn't? And uh, that that's so true. Um, Head so the scholars bowl, I tell you. That's right. Yeah. Well, so now now. Russell, you saying there might be a guy right now? No, no, I, Russell, she's giving you the look. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm not allowed to say. Correct. You just, can't say. You, I, I'll just you say know this. this. Did, Watch, I heard. Mean? That's what I just heard. I'll, I'll just say this: she is a wonderful person who deserves a wonderful guy in her life. All right, we'll leave it there. And that's and we all she, agree. She deserves it. We agree that. Mm-hmm. So you, but so are you seeing anybody at all right now? I have a lot of friends. Okay. Crash. Good answer. Crash, let me ask you How long would you date somebody before you think it would be long enough to maybe carry them home to meet your family? And, you know, we were having that discussion earlier today. Oh, wow. That's you, Bubba. Well, I would just say it's just yeah. a fair question, right. I think. You're saying if we're keeping track. I have worked at Talladega for nine years, and I haven't let Russell meet my mom yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> It How takes about that? some time. That, that's a true statement. <laughs> that's a true statement. I, I have met her father. I played golf with her father. Okay. Uh, but I have heard about Nona for a long period of time. I feel like I know her, but she's just invisible. Yeah. That's so, all. She's so yeah. like a legend. Yeah. 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 She's yeah. a legend. You've heard the sayings. Yeah. You've heard the stories. You know what I say Many. to your mom today? Go God. That's go it. God. That's right. Go yeah. God. I think we all should say today, I, go yeah, God. I do, too. Yeah. All right, so Orange Galuli, <laughs> you, you know, it's one thing for Hannah. Does Hannah need, I mean, does she want to give out a, yeah. you know, information I mean, here? We, I mean, we, it's a yeah, late we, in the personal ad show. But I mean. Since it, she's here. Mom, that's, you, that's you again. I'm just marking that with yeah. you again. Mom, she's on the mic right now. Yeah. You know what? She's here. The platform's here. Look, that's I'm right. go God. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> yeah. How about how about strange, ungodly men should not apply? Right? No. Right. Well, there's Kathy a lot. can probably speak to that. Yeah. They, don't, they don't listen. They don't listen, Rick. <laughs> they don't listen. My favorite moment with, with Orange Galuli today was when she said, well, you just say it. Your family talks you into things and you know better. Friends and family make you do stupid things that you, you know you just shouldn't do. <laughs> yeah. But you do them anyway. Peer pressure's real. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Really. yeah. You, you, you did weigh in this year on the personal ad show. I, I did. And now, it, Kathy, wait. What, how long ago were you an intern here? Oh, Adler and I were talking about this today, you know, and on a daily date, you think, oh, like five years ago. No, it's been more like 13. Wow. Yeah. What, yeah, what about you, Crash? Nine years ago. Yeah, when I left you guys. So you, you left, left here right to Talladega. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crash. Another Rick and Bubba success story. Mm-hmm. And here's another one right here, Orange Galuli. So, but the personal ad show, not not so successful. You know, I, I kind of knew what I was getting into, and, and it was a lot of fun, and let's, you know, call the old guys up. And and then there's that, you know, <laughs> hey, you never know. You never know. Yeah, we um, say that all the time. We yeah. do. It, it yeah. wasn't all bad. It wasn't all bad. A lot of emails that, you know, we just don't have a lot in common. You know that after the first or two exchanges. <laughs> um, like what? What would be an example of that? Uh, hey, um, you, you sound cute on the radio. Right. So cautiously you reply, thanks. Right. And then the next one, you need some Valentine's fun. 
And I'm like, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, wait, wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. A little winky face What was that? Did you just call a horse up? Sorry. That doesn't translate on radio. I forget. The winking emoji. face. Yeah. They send you that little winky emoji thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Greg, I didn't know you were still. I didn't know you were still home court back there. I, I, I just didn't have you up home court. I didn't know you. What did you say? What did you say? Yeah, I didn't have you up. It was on me. Was but uh, wait a minute, let him warm up. What's a big what? deal? What's that? Russell was like, "What's the big deal about that?" <laughs> <laughs> Leave it on, Greg. We're turning off. So uh, I, I let some of those go, and, me, I and I learned from other updates that I'm really glad I did because. Uh, I think he was a frequent flyer. He must have hit all the ladies. So, oh, yeah. oh, so there was a he guy. Worked the list. Yeah, there was yeah. a guy that worked the list of everybody yeah. called. Yeah. And everybody had a bad, everybody list, had a bad yeah. experience with with Winky. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Winky. Winky. So, um, but not all bad. You know, some nice guys go back and forth, and maybe it just didn't work out, or there were some you didn't have anything in common with. But um, no love connection. No love connection. Maybe some <laughs> friends had some had a lunch date with a guy. It was really nice and. Um, the one that I think disappointed me the most, I, I had an old acquaintance reconnect. Like, oh, you know, last in the past, you. was that you that called the radio? And I'm thinking, who knows? And then, you know, deja vu. It ended the same way it did the first time. Oh! <laughs> oh I didn't know about you. I don't, I don't know. Lutely. I know. So, I don't know what happened. I guess it's just, you know, too much galooly. I don't know. <laughs> too much galooly? <laughs> I joke. TMG. Greg, I, I, Greg, I just watched Russell delete an emoji off his phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the emoji don't work. <laughs> Wait a minute. Women don't I'm, like that? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I wish you'd make that sound, too. <laughs> what's, that, what's that sound again? <laughs> Gosh, yeah. Could anything be creepier than that? So oh, gosh. And, you know, you just got to know when to stop because you entertain that, and, and then here you're inviting it, you know? Yeah. Uh, so you, you know just it. you got to let those go. Well, it sounds like it wasn't total regret then. I mean, that, you, you, No, it, it was a lot of fun. And, and, hey, the cougar life's not for me, but if it was, <laughs> we had some... We, we, we outlined in the personal <laughs> ad some boundaries, right? And um, there's some brave guys out there that are like, hey, I'm 25. Would you go to 25? I'm, going, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, probably not. <laughs> cougar, cougar life is not for me. Cougar life? <laughs> like, you just graduated college. I can't yeah. do that. I can't do that. Yeah, I, I, I like to have a real job. <laughs> yeah, I understand. I, you know, I got a house and pay my own bills, and yeah. and I'd like you to as well. <laughs> <laughs> Cougar life is not for me. That's funny. That's good. So, well, no, somewhere, look at Sounds Hannah. like she, there's a country song yeah. Right, somewhere. Yeah. You're like nodding your head like, so glad I didn't weigh in. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hey, but there's always next year. That's right. There's, a, there's always next yeah. year. Well, it's uh, it's good to see both of them. Thanks yeah. for stopping by. Proud of, y'all are doing well. We're yeah. proud of and both of you. Still of have your sense of humor. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Well, that's you better. Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you make sure that's in check when you dial that number. <laughs> yeah. Good. Good. Good men are just hard to find, aren't they? Yeah, they are. So are. very hard. <laughs> hey, man, church. There you go. We're walking on. We're kicking on, out of it. Bring it on. Jackie's going to be working the parking lot. <laughs> man, church, bring it on. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings 22 me minutes past the hour. Don't forget another edition of Rick and Bubba University. The podcast will air this weekend. We'll record that today. Christopher Sign will visit with us 
uh, the author of the Secret on the Tarmac, uh, and uh, that's that 2016 meeting between uh, former President Bill Clinton and Attorney General Loretta Lynch. You remember the controversy with that? Well, we're going to talk to him what it was like, uh, what happened to his life when he wrote this book, and they knew that it was coming out, and then what the book actually reveals. Uh, so that'll be Christopher Sign uh, on Rick and Bubba University. Rick, they, this just, they just met to talk about their grandkids. Oh, sure, Bubba. That's sure they did. And the weather. Sure they did. <laughs> yeah, and Winky's emoji. You shouldn't be concerned about that. <laughs> well, there's a few things Bill Clinton meets people for, and, and that ain't one of them. No. No. It's no, a pretty it's short on, list. On a list that, that's yeah. not yeah. on there. No. Uh, and, uh, and, of course, uh, you heard. Hey, Bill, thank you. You heard uh, uh, Orange Galuli mention uh, the Man Church. The manchurch.com goes live on Monday. Mm-hmm. For those of you who've been uh, paying attention for that and waiting on that as uh, kind of a, a hub and, and resources for you to implement a men's ministry discipleship strategy. So that'll be coming up uh, Monday. Just write down themanchurch.com. Some of you that already uh, subscribed to it, uh, you're probably getting updates, so that'll happen Monday. Can, and can you, I, you know what she said? I didn't, I didn't even ask about this. She said, well, I don't know if you noticed, if you go to women's conferences and women's events, you know, the men have to volunteer, right? you know, to help. She goes, so all of us, you mm. know, Hannah and I, we're all willing to volunteer at Man Church events. <laughs> right. So we'll be there. So, cause, cause, so you control the parking lot there. That's it's right. it's, it's oh, yeah. like, you know, when the fish are swimming right. upstream, right. how the bears go in right. there. Oh, yeah. you know? oh, It'd almost okay. be like hunting over a baby field. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> but, so uh, it, it owned me to hear Kathy, who's 30-something, yeah. talk about cougar life. So that that funny, just, that owned funny, 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 me funny. today. Yeah, that was yeah. the line that got me. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, uh, so we we have this thing we talked about last hour, but we didn't jump into it, but we will now. Oh man! And uh, and that is this. I mean, NASA. Everybody, there's something floating or following the space station, and we have really, really clear pictures of it. Now, Bubble. Well, uh, we we've talked about this before. You know, um, when it comes to Bigfoot, the Yeti. You know, the chupacondras, all that stuff of the world. Wow, that made, was the worst effort I've ever heard. <laughs> Whatever. You know what I'm talking about. All of those all of those all of those things we never can get a handle on. Black Panthers. Black Panthers. Beretta turtlenecks. We always have, you know, these sketchy pictures and yeah. and whatever. Right. This is pretty good video, and I think there's probably even better video out there that we have not had been privy to yet. Uh, from the International Space Station, if you tune in NASA, NASA TV, you can see it all the time. I mean, they're circling the globe, mm-hmm. which is a big circle mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> a big ball. Oh. And, huh. and and there's always video up there. Well, uh, they're sitting there. The cameras are running like normal, and something pulls up behind the space station. Yeah. Now, when we say UFO, Rick, I want to emphasize this there again. There he goes again. Unidentified mm-hmm. flying object. You can see it as a tiny dot, but who, are you doing yeah, this? Yeah, Stop yeah. it right there. This I, has I got narration a, with it, too. Uh, yeah, I want to make a This is a guy talking about it. Yeah. We may want to hear his breakdown, but mm, Rick, mm, that's the, the, the people, the people <laughs> in charge of NASA TV or maybe on the International Space Station has these monitors up, too. Well, they noticed something very strange following the space station. And they even turn and zoom the camera in on it to get a better look because they don't know what it is. It could have been something that broke off. They don't know. But as you look at it, you see it's it's something designed to be traveling very fast. And and it, it follows them, I think it's about 20 minutes. Then it backs off and zooms off into space. And and we have whoa, it whoa, completely yes. whoa, documented. Whoa, whoa, that's yes. part I wouldn't know about. Yes. It goes up, very eerie. Goes hey, up to a whoa. higher orbit. Yes. <laughs> whoa! <laughs> so here... Here are your potential situations. It, it, you know, one would always be some kind of space mm-hmm. junk or something that <laughs> broke off. 
But because of the way it was moving it left, and yeah. coordinated and left, we have to rule that out. So now we have, is this some type of secret U.S. thing uh. that was in orbit that was doing a maneuver? Is this a Chinese or, or Russian thing that was there they are. zooming in to look at it? Or is this from some other unknown origin? We just don't know. Hamsey, That's let's I'm look at it. Speedy, let's do, you don't pull the audio. Have you listened yeah. to the audio? Yeah, yeah. he's just okay. talking about it. It might put Rick Greg to sleep, but, I mean, he's talking Hamsey, about it. Hamsey, did you Hamsey, Hamsey, pop a Smurf and did, see if you can see it? Did you, yeah, I, I did not. Yeah, did no. you find it on the scope? Uh, like see it. The clouds have not been cooperative in our area. Okay. What's this right here? you the whole video. I'm just kind of talking about it. Let's turn this on. I knew you'd talk like this. Yeah. And you could hear the chit-chat a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, but I'm going to turn it? that off. I'm barely really trailing matter. the edges. Really but you see it separating now right in the white right cloud. I don't see nothing. See the little see it right dot? There, right it's yeah. a little dot right, right now. Circle it, Adler, if you can. Right there. So begin to zoom in on it. That's not me. That's that. Dot? That's the NASA You don't see that gray thing right there on the front? I'll go in. in on this strange. Right there. You can't see that? But. Right there, look. They seem to as yeah, baffled by it as I am. Uh, they I guess. don't seem to know exactly what, you what guess? it is or why it's there. The video uh, gets better, though. Keep watching it. it. They continue talking, and sometimes they That's say... That's extremely uh, close to the space they station. They say coordinates to things. And um, uh, I believe that might be a, a secret code to the location of this object uh, out there. We listen to NPR. But they yeah, don't no, really. it's, it's, some, it's, it's okay to talk about something like this with some enthusiasm right, and, 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 right. and some personality. But let me, Speedy, hold that audio just a minute. Let me, let me emphasize. Pause, pause it. No, oh, the keep the video. Keep the video going. Just hold the audio, Rick. We get very concerned when something gets within a hundred miles of the space station. Okay, That's that is way. extremely close to the space station, and you can see it clearly has uh, a design to it. It's not a yeah. piece of junk with jagged edges. It looks like something designed to fly very, very it fast. Like Look a, at that. Like a stealth fighter. It does. It does, Ooh, except they don't now. go into You're orbit. In now? You know? I know. Look at that. I, I want to know cloud, when it flies off. The can clouds, I go to the end? The clouds will get wider here in a minute, more solid behind, and you can even see it better as the clouds get thicker. I, I've, I've moved forward mm-hmm. a great But for a great 22 deal minutes, here. this thing is within a mile or two of the space station, and it's, yeah. and it's following in a very clear-cut, Organized way. All right, I that's, keep, I'll keep going strange. forward. I yeah. want to know when it flies. Yeah, I want off. you to see it zoom off. Oh, stop! Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait till Whoa. we come back. Uh, we come back. We'll show you the exit of this. That is odd. Isn't that it? is very strange. Is this the Patterson film of the UFOs? It could be, Greg. Well, we're gonna have a hard time saying this one was imagined. We really need to know what, what that one is. Uh, well, it's clearly not imagined. Look right there, it, Greg. Look at that. That's what a is shot it? of it? But what is it? What is that? It looks like the Falcon that uh, Han Solo flew. Thirty-five minutes now past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. Well, the uh, International Space Station gets some bizarre footage of something flying along with it. Uh, and it has uh, it has caused some uh, some concern. Uh, what is this? As Bubba has stated multiple times, and I can tell by his tone, he wants somebody to get this. That UFO simply means it, we don't know what it is. Right. That does not mean extraterrestrial. It doesn't mean aliens. It doesn't mean Bigfoot. It doesn't mean doesn't mean dimensional traveler. It's a good clarification because up until I was about twenty eight, I didn't know the difference. It's just unidentified. I know. You know, they may come back and say, I always thought it was an alien. 
All right, I really did. So you queued this up um, to, to where? Yeah, where? we're going to show you how it how it goes away from the yeah, space yeah. station, which is eerie. Greg, again, you need to be paying. I wish they'd show this to Travis. It kind of marks off the fact that this is space junk mm-hmm. or something that broke off because it looks like a very planned ascent away from the space station to a higher orbit. By the way, um, but it's uh, it, it's disturbing. Let's take a look at it, Speedy. Hey, right right Speedy's going to. Mess with the the fast forward here a little bit to get through it. Audio, so. yes or no? Yes, audio, Rick. Okay. We're going back to the narrative. Okay, all right. All right. This, uh, right about here, right about here, the Earth is. Look at that, Greg. The sun's moving behind. It's becoming a little bit dark, but look at that right here. If I fast forward, oh my goodness! Mm. It I mean, clearly at, moves at away. this moment, at this very moment, I was expecting the object to go down. I was expecting this object to go down into the Earth's atmosphere because it's a capsule. But it's not a capsule. It's not. Any capsule would be going lower and lower and lower. Bobby, you agree with all this? And you see micrometeorites all over the place. All over. But they might not be micrometeorites. They might be... Uh, small alien drones. Easy. Um, me and Street Cap yeah. One used to theorize that those things that you're seeing are not uh, micrometeorites. <coughs> that they're actually all right, now he's getting weird now. Investigating things but because they can make drones of all shapes and sizes. You don't know what. Watch it. Some now, things we don't know what they are, can and can't do. Right when you think it's going to go into the Earth's atmosphere, it goes up. It goes into that. higher orbit. It goes Why? up. That was unexpected, Why, guys. Bubba? Why? Say it goes that up. That was Greg. just unexpected. It is strange, and that's y'all. That's that's not an imaginated thing, unless the whole thing is fake. You know, it's what? not an imagination. Who's this character talking? I don't know. I don't Who's know this guy? I don't know. All right, Greg. Is. You said you, our voice Greg guy. came up with a good idea. Bubba. Is this mm-hmm. officially released from NASA, or is this whoever? Oh, that is who a story. That is a story on Mail Online this morning. I don't know who the guy is. Oh, well, who is that? Speaking? No, not this guy. But no, this, no, but this no. is a real thing. No, Greg. I mean they, the NASA they've channel. That they yes. saw something. Yeah, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Does NASA confirm this? That's what I'm asking. Well, or is this just something? We've made an inquiry to try to get clarification. Anything about? The, the, space force. the footage it was picked be. up and shared on a YouTube channel called ET Database, hosted by noted UF watcher Scott Or UFO Wary. watcher. Well, or the, UFO our watcher. sources make me UF. feel right oh, now yeah. to be a hoax. It could yeah, be. It could, it could be. be. It could be absolutely a hoax. Yeah. So, but from what we've seen what so far, yeah. we're just reporting this is out there, and it is on the, the Internet today. Uh, it you know It's not one of those things where you go, well, it's, you know, so many of these – UFO reports are, hey, there's three flashing lights over the hill, you know. Well, here's my flag. Everybody, here's my flag. I would rather somebody from NASA talk about it because when he referred to, well, you know, the aliens, they have drones. They have all kinds. Like, yeah, it's he, fact. Well, he messed right. things up a bit. You know what well, I'm saying? I'm going, well, this guy may like be a moron. That shot looks very similar to what you see on the NASA channel. And if, if I understood the story right, Somebody was watching it because it's on a live feed and recorded all this and then put it out on the Internet before NASA took it down. And so I, I don't know. I don't know. All right, let me let's get let's he, here is the fact that is out there today, mm-hmm. and we're we're asking for clarification. It's either fabricated or right. Yeah. So here's what we don't have: NASA has not officially said yes, this is footage we have, and yes, we did see this thing, and we're trying to figure out what it is, or maybe they know what it is. They just didn't know anybody would see the footage because here's something in the story that I have here. It says the U.S. It says while it's highly unlikely. To be the evidence of any kind of alien encounter, 
the idea of it being military technology isn't that far-fetched. Right. The U.S. Air Force, some of you in the Air Force help us with this. Maybe you can't talk about it, I don't know, has a small plane called yeah. the X-37B that does conduct intelligence. Yeah, I'm, I'm up on it, Rick, but it doesn't from, look from like orbit. that. It looks like the space shuttle. It's colored like the space okay. shuttle. It's wide. It's got you know dark wings. It looks like a little mini version. It's basically a drone space shuttle that is much, much smaller than the one that carried astronauts. And and probably there's there's what it looks yeah. like right there. Yeah. NASA That's has it. said something about this. All right, so let me, what's NASA saying? Because um, this story does not quote NASA. It, 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 we just uh-huh. we just have some ET database people mm-hmm. and Scott C. Warring, who is a UFO watcher. And when you have that in the title, I'm always a little leery of that. Yeah, you do. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. That's a fair assumption. I'm legit, Rick. Mm. <laughs> well, like Greg said, he's like these Bigfoot people. You're fine to you start attributing characteristics to something that's never been proven. Yeah. Yeah. And, and well, you Rick, know, they what, have these drones. They, a lot they, of people they, think they're they, small. Yeah, Greg, yeah. Greg, yeah. Don't don't pay any attention. Just to let that. that part go. Yeah. The, but what Greg, they push these trees. The over. story does <laughs> make a point that this could be a space vehicle that our military has yeah. now. We've just created Space Force. Space Force. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we've been very clear while we're doing that and said it's not just about satellites. So clearly the things that we know, that's only what we've been allowed to know. There's other things out there that we don't know about. And is this them practicing? Is this them pulling up to the space station? Is this them doing a maneuver with a space fighter that we have now. Who knows? But that, it's, a, it's a good question. To the NASA point, Helmsy, maybe you found the same thing. The NASA thing that I'm seeing says, fanning the conspiracy flames even further, is this is NASA footage, and it appears that the NASA cameras zoom in on the object, not some UFO watcher. This right. guy is the, – the guy you're talking about, Scott Waring mm-hmm. – he was actually watching the live They're, NASA right, feed, right, right. and so it, it, this came from NASA's feed. Now they have and not their cameras keep zooming in on it, yeah, right? They, they, yeah, exactly. That's what he was saying. Yeah. They noticed it and right. they zoomed in to look at it. Yeah, they he have, said that earlier in the the. Yeah. Audio. They have not commented on this specific instance at this time. However, something like this evidently mm-hmm. happened in 2016, and they just chalked it up to a strange light. Um, it was either an object, uh, space junk reflection, or a light from Earth. That doesn't look what. That's not what this is, right? And, and so they will make a statement at some point because it was on their cameras. Just looking at all this, though, it also could be, and maybe they don't want to tell us because I'm I'm fine no, with the military yeah. not telling us things we have until we need to know, right? Because I don't want our enemies to know. But it could be that they were zooming in on it because they're trying to get information from whoever needs to know how it's operating. What does it yeah, look like? It's possible. What, sure. What can it do? Yeah. It, Rick, it, we do know this for a fact. They may have expected it to be there, we, and they're trying to give footage to the military or to the government on, on how it's looking. Mm-hmm. What, what yeah. we do know to rely on is history here, and we know that when the U.S. government developed the stealth fighter uh, and the stealth bomber that was done uh, you know, at Area 51, and we know that they did come up, and for lack of a better term, safely buzz jet airliners to see if the pilots could see it on their radar, if the ground control could see it on their radar, and how they would react to it. And they also got eyewitness reports from passengers who visually saw them uh, and who went on TV to talk about they'd seen a UFO. And they used that feedback in their design uh, critique, a critique of what they had done and how well it was working. Yeah, and, and we know that for a fact. Yeah, so that has happened. Right. So so we'll see. So is this a space version of that happening? Yeah, and I will tell you this. I do see the guy in Columbus, Greg. I, I made that point earlier. 
that this could be Mighty Mike's second stage. You know, I mean, <laughs> could be, right? in the, so he kept going. Yeah, while that other right. he could yeah. be like lost at sea. He sees yeah. a ship and he thinks I'm gonna be rescued. And if you know the government, right and if you know the government doesn't want you to confirm that the Earth is flat, because we know there's a reason that the government wants it to be round. Right. No one's ever identified what that right. reason is. But but the is that and that my and, and look that Mighty Mike is that his name? Mad Mike. Mad Mike. Mad Mike. That Mad Mike. that Mad Mike launched himself to the second stage. All we saw crashing back to the earth was stage one. And then he pretends to be dead. That way the government thinks he's dead. Yeah, yeah, he could be. Did he have a tax bill? Could be. Could be. I wish he'd have known about the Fresh Initiative program. Yep, I know. He should have listened. We'll come back. We'll take your phone calls next. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Lines are available. We'd love to talk to you and comment on this. Whatever else is on your mind. Phone calls are next. Lines are available. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up. Right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Phone calls are standing by, Bubba, obviously. Butcherbox.com slash Bubba. Uh, if you, boy, if you haven't tried this service yet, you're going to love us for this one. You're going to love us for this one. Uh, butcherbox.com slash Bubba. If you have never used them before, they're going to throw in two pounds of their delicious grass-fed, organic, free-range, hormone-free ground beef in every box for the life of your subscription if you sign up today. So you've always got ground beef that you don't pay for in every order if you sign up today. In addition to their delicious ground beef, all the meat you get, uh, from them is delicious. Uh, you'll you'll love. There's no hormones, no antibiotics, none of this. Their free range chicken and heritage bred pork is fantastic. Steak to seafood, uh, the salmon and the scallops. If you haven't tried that, great. Uh, more than twenty different cuts of meat to choose from. Uh, their website also take advantage of this uh, at butcherbox.com/bubba is also loaded with some awesome recipe ideas for these delicious meats. Sign up today and uh, for a limited time. Uh, you'll get the free ground beef for the life of your subscription, plus $20 off your first box at butcherbox.com slash Bubba. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. Hey, Tim, Vestavia, Alabama, listening to us on ZZK. Go ahead, bud. Good morning, guys. Hey. Hey, if y'all will slow that video down y'all were just showing as the uh, whatever that is when it, it starts to take off, just as it's about to leave the frame, you see like a little green propulsion. And if that's if that's exactly what that is, that tells me that it's at least fueled by some some type of uh, you know fuel. I didn't see that. Did any of y'all catch that? that? I'm looking we'll, at we'll, we'll, we'll look at, at it again. again. Yeah, we'll yeah, look at it. Yeah, keep, keep keep slowing it down. And it looks like there's a little green propulsion just as it takes off. I like his detail. I do yeah, too. I, I like right looking. Tim, we're looking at it right now. <clears throat> it, it, I when, think it's already taken off. At that do, point. do you think where when it first shoots <laughs> or when it gets up yeah, in the it, black? It would be when it no. first takes off. It does look like there's no 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 no. The trail. No, it's right. It's almost before it leaves the screen. That little trail. It does look like there's a. trail. You see that little trail behind it? Is that what you're talking about, Tim? Yeah, as soon as it as soon as it almost leaves the screen at the very tip top of that black, it, you can see a little green propulsion. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. let's see. Mm-hmm. It also I catches mean, the sunlight, and there's a pretty bright reflection coming off of it. Mm. That that could be what it was, but it it was it was a little green, uh, you know, flash right from the I, bottom of it. I, I don't okay. see that in this, yep. but we'll we'll look at it a little closer. 
We continue. Uh, let's go to Teresa in Huntsville. Oh, Bobby, you know Huntsville's buzzing about this today. Mm-hmm. Hey, Teresa, how you doing? Hey, I'm great. How are you all? Good. Good. Uh, this is not about the object, but I had a question about your podcast. I just started listening to Rick and Bubba University. Thank and you. I've listened to the beautiful Betty Lou, the lovely Betty Lou, and Sherry, and Gary. And my question is, Everybody seems to be talking like they're in fast forward almost. It's like everybody's really talking really, really quick oh, like this. Yeah, yeah you, you've so, you, you've hit something. Yeah. There, there's there is a. This is funny. There, there's a what, what would you call it? there's there's an option. Yeah. For you to click on a podcast and listen to it at fast speed. Mm-hmm. I don't know why anybody would want to do that. I guess fast forward to something. Yeah. <clears throat> but you've got it on the wrong setting. Might there, just be on one and a half and not two. Exactly. But you can really speed. Uh, one 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 X is what yeah. you're wanting it to to be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Funny. Well, I thought I thought the first one maybe it was just a quirk, but when I listened to the other two, <laughs> yeah. you can also oh, slow you, us you, down. You got to sound like we're drunk. Yeah. yeah. Now you did. You were able to listen to three of them in the in the length of the of just one. <laughs> yeah. But, well, I tell you what. Yeah. One X is what you want it to be on. This is great. <laughs> I've never had to speed anybody up, but I have had to slow down people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because they talk so fast, yeah. I can't keep up with it. Yeah. So, well, sometimes if I'm running out of time and I want to get through it, you know, I yeah. might speed it uh-huh. up a little bit. Yeah. So it, it, it's a feature. So, uh, so yeah. You, okay. Yeah. Well, I'll try to find that. Okay. I, yeah, that's I good. can understand it, but it was. Yeah. It yeah. was kind of funny. Yeah, just once you hit it, go up one more level. We'll sound like chipmunks. Yeah, and then once you go back right before a half versus the one then you, you need, the drunks, yeah. you're gonna sound. We're gonna oh, sound like we're girl, drunk. So one are. X is what you want. If you can't figure out, how to, ha, ha, Rick. If you can't, figure, how fun. If you can't figure out how to do that, get a twelve year old who'll show you exactly how to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Be bottom left of your screen. Okay. Thanks. See you. Okay. Bye. Well, I will try to find that. I'm new to podcasts, so this is all new to me. But you all are my first one to listen. to. So Thanks. I'm pretty excited about it. Thanks. Enjoy it. We got Thank another you one. You won't need any others. Yeah. You'll want to speed Greg's up because he does sound drunk. Uh, there it is. All right. There he is. We right can, beside you. Let's Make go. Sure to still here. Allen in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Allen, welcome to the program. Go ahead. Hey, how are y'all this morning? Good. Great. Good. Uh, uh, anyway, I think I know what's behind that, that space uh, station. Uh, those old boys are having some fun because I've got a a deal shaped just like that that I stick on the bass boat when I want to pull the kids around. <laughs> you think that's one of those floats? Yeah. yeah, I have seen those, by the way. Mm-hmm. But we don't know. Let's go to uh, Glenn, Talladega, Alabama. Hey, Glenn, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Hey, guys. I'm, I've kind of got a big head like Bubba, and I was on y'all's uh, Rick and Bubba store, and y'all didn't have something I was looking for. I was looking for my official Rick and Bubba tinfoil hat in size 9. Yeah, yeah, we don't have those. I'm, you know what? If this continues, we may need them. Uh, Talladega, I bet it's a bus since Greg's coming Saturday. Uh, let's go to Ryan in Birmingham. Listen to 104.7 WZZK. Ryan, go ahead. Beggins, what's up again? Hey, buddy. Hey, uh, what, if, what if this is Randy's doing bitching? Oh, Randy from Dothan. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah what, if, what if he's trying to get a new patent on the uh, International Oh, it could be. You know what? That's I didn't it. think about it. This could be his wind turbine vehicle. Yeah, this is his wind turbine vehicles up there. Uh, he's trying to get a patent on it. Yep. It could be. That's you it. know, at the at the men's conference last weekend in Dothan, all eyes were looking to the parking lot for Randy, mm, that boy. he would come up in it, and it, ne- it never happened. It never materialized. No turbine. Rick, I have a response from NASA, Uh-oh. and hopefully we will have them on the phone next segment. Nah. Uh, from uh, Houston. 
From Houston. Okay. Yep. All right. That's well, good. Is it one of them brothers? No. No. That was on the space station. Oh, the twins. Okay. Well, it's a great documentary. I didn't know what you were referencing. Uh, yeah. Happy birthday. Mark. NASA think, talk. Right. Yeah. NASA That's talk. NASA talk. I'm sorry. I know more than I need to these days. Chris and Moulton. Hey, Chris. Welcome to the program. We How are you? Hey, guys. Hey, I've seen that green flash, too. If you look between 306 and 310 on the video, you'll see it. So he's seen it, too. Yeah, 306 and 310. Yeah. It's right, right there. there yeah, right now. that time frame. Right. Is this one of those go. things, though, like when I want to see a deer, I can make a deer out, out there? 304, After I've been there for a few hours. Oh, I've seen so many. Oh, hey, that's it. man, that's a deer. Does it ever amaze you how quickly your binoculars will make you feel like an idiot? I know. You think, man, is like a deer, and then you look through the binoculars, and it doesn't look anything like a <laughs> deer. Not yeah, even close. Okay, let's right. back here. I don't know. Speedy's Speedy, looking at it. Speedy, you know what numbers this guy's talking about? I was, I, I was there. Yeah, between Z4. I was at 306, and I didn't see anything. Okay. About 308. What if it's what if it's a what if it's a space cow and it's it's, and it's breaking wind? It's it's a, it's, a, it's a carbon emission. Mm-hmm. All right, so, so we're at three hundred seven, three hundred eight, three hundred nine. I don't see anything. I think he must have been. Uh, he may be on a different video too, by the way, because there's a bunch of different videos out there. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, we're well, well, silly what with we've the been what, what we've been showing is this right here. This is what he's talking about. This this spot here. Yeah, where I, it goes I don't up see it. And then do you see it, Bubba? I don't see it. I, I did not see it on the big. Screen I think there. I was going to look at it on the computer later. But we're about to talk to Houston, so who cares? Well, yeah, you might need to know. Houston. Are we talking to Houston next? <laughs> I'm working on it. Because mm. he's texting. Get me. Deke on the line. I want you all to know I'm going to ask Houston just straight up, what's going on here? Houston, do we have a problem? Right. <laughs> this is where we get somebody in trouble. They're not clear to sure. come on. And that's fine. Talk about I mean, that's, no, this look, this this is official. Look, he can he can give you a call. Look, we're just a little Rick and Bubba. I know. I mean, and, and, I mean, who's going to hear it? Right. Just gonna be a few you guys sitting uh, around talking. I am talking to Doug Wheelock, former commander of the ISS, who's now runs or is some Easy part of the Bubba. astronaut oh, office. Serious he, voice, huh? Oh yeah, he's getting in that serious. When he started, mm-hmm. look when his NASA buddies come around, he got yeah. enough. He got a whole different tone. <laughs> when he's serious too, I, you've you noticed he chews the inside of his lip. I have. Well, yeah. he's in an official voice, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, it, it, you know what he does, he's fellas, dro- fellas. Calm down. This is serious business. Can I tell he's you what he does? Boy. He drops off foolishness. That's what I'm saying. Calm down. Right. You might so like y'all get hey, knuckleheads. Y'all be all back. So is this like in six minutes we talked to? Uh, uh, I'm trying to get that worked out. All right, let Bubba work on that. We'll do a commercial break. Wills needs to hurry up and call. Yeah. I got Deke Slayton online, too. That's his name. That's his nickname. Wills. Doug Wheelock. Wills, give us a buzz. Us NASA he's people a, know that. He's the one that. we talked to, Rick, on the International Space Station. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember. yeah but we, he was Greg. really in Russia. Flush the Bombers takes yes. the DEFCON 3. Come on, Will. president on the horn. Hey, Will. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is Jack Nicholson. Guess what? You're listening to the two sexiest fat men in radio, Rick and Bubba. I myself call them Richard and Bubsy, but that's another story. Six minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba Show, thank you for being with us. Uh, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here. Interns, Stretch Armstrong and Happy Gilmore, earning their degrees in common sense from Rick and Bubba University, and they'll take your phone call at 866-WE-BE-BIG. The real Greg Burgess heads out. We talked earlier, Talladega Super Speedway this weekend in the great state of Alabama. Go see Greg uh, as he'll be at the Alabama Wildlife Federation Wild Game Cook-Off. You'll get to see the new... Uh, facility, $50 million project uh, that they have there. Uh, it'll be held in that area, and you'll, you'll love that, the new infield set up there at Talladega Super Speedway. Uh, and show notes or details about tickets. Uh, talk to the folks at the Stand in the Gap Men's Rally 
in Demopolis yesterday. I think they said there may be four tickets left, maybe four or five. Uh, it's free, but they do not want you to get tickets because there's only so much room that they have. I'll be there speaking to the men uh, in Demopolis, Alabama. Excited to be with you Saturday night, but that event is almost sold out. If you'll move and talk to them right now, you, you probably can still get in, but there's only about four or five tickets left. So uh, look ahead till Monday. March the 2nd, Read Across America. Uh, if you've signed up your classroom for Rick and Bubba's world's largest classroom, uh, great. If you haven't, go to rickandbubba.com. Look at March 2nd. You'll see that. Themanchurch.com goes live on March 2nd, and I'll be there at First Baptist Church Pleasant Grove uh, with our friend, Pastor Les Hughes, as we'll kick off uh, that church implementing the discipleship strategy that will be available to anyone and everyone who needs it on March the 2nd, themanchurch.com. All those details are at upcoming events at rickandbubba.com. All right, so we've talked to Doug Wheelock uh, mm-hmm. with with uh, with NASA in Houston. He just says he will call us when he can, right? He is going to call us in about 25 minutes, Rick. Okay. He, right. And he is uh, – let me give you the update. You talking about Wheels? Mm-hmm. He is currently at Plum Brook Station in Ohio testing and getting the Artemis vehicle ready to go to the moon. Love it. He has said he's on Eastern time, so he said I could call around eight thirty a.m. your time, and I said yes. Man, we'll I'm take excited. You. What Bring if, him on. What would you do? Two two scenarios that are that are here. Okay, one of them is scenario one that would be the most riveting. Then scenario two would be funny, but then riveting. Then we'd all be in trouble. Okay, okay. Right. <laughs> I like that one. Rick. Probably gonna like two, Rick. All right. <laughs> scenario one. What would we? Because none of us are expecting. I mean, none of us. What would you do? If all of a sudden we say, all right, we go to Doug Wheelock, he's with H, and you were like, hey, and, and then, Greg, then Bubba jumps in because he, you know, he's got the relationship, he's got the knowledge. And all of a sudden, Doug Wheelock says, well, uh, I'll just be the first to let you guys know that we are under attack. Uh, <laughs> oh, is, no. Uh, we have, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a military force of some kind from another planet. <laughs> uh, it is, we have confirmed that is the case, and we're, we're, we're doing everything we can do to try to figure out what their capabilities are. Mm. Can you, we, we'd all be just like, because none of us are expecting that. No. no. Then there's scenario, and I hope that's not it. Then, no. then there's scenario two. We don't hear from anybody, but one of us pretends to be. Oh. Uh, from NASA, and we pretend that uh, we're under attack, attack like I Orson like Welles. Well, that's that's good. Too. No, that's I like likely. it. Yeah, right. That's Orson Welles, right? And the, and people believe it, and we cause an absolute, complete panic. Yeah, and we all get in a lot of trouble. I'm what if and and the person calling has coronavirus too, and it's quarantine. Mm-hmm. What if Coach Johnson works for NASA and he's the one giving us the report? Exactly. Oh, <laughs> that, yeah, I like With that. With his sidekick, Nopey, <laughs> <laughs> Space Dog, right? So, um, no, we all know that there is no scenario. And, you know, and the conspiracy theorists see the beautiful thing about being a conspiracy theorist that no matter what anyone says, you always say, well, that's not the truth. They're covering it up. Cover you know, if you realize if, if everything's a conspiracy, then, then you, you don't, you never go, well, I'm glad they cleared that up. You know what you do? That's a cover up. Cover up. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's a cover up right there. And, and like you said, Bubba, it may just be something that's, uh, is, is, um, uh, it's 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 certainly well, there, you it's know, certainly explainable. Yeah, we're just looking for the truth, and and if we don't know what the truth is, it's okay to say we don't know. But right. there, there's probably a very logical answer, but we just don't know that at this point. Or is it a logical answer, or, or just a cover up? <laughs> yeah, well, everything's a cover <laughs> uh, up. We're now. clearly under attack. Clearly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what they're right. doing, Green? They're trying to figure out their capability. <laughs> Do a little hand check. No way to know yet. 
<laughs> Rick, mm. Ryan Greenwood is chiming in. He said, you ain't scared of no aliens. He said, look at him with that toothpick in his mouth. No. He likes it. Huh? You, you, bring it get- on, alien. <laughs> <laughs> did y'all ever uh, Did y'all ever ask Ryan, did he get any response from the personal ad show? I, 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 I trust oh. we're it's updating like some of those It's today. like you can't get him to talk about No. It. I've no. tried. I, but now he has signed up for a bachelor over 50. <laughs> Please, yeah, Ryan. Do bachelor that. silver. Yeah. Do, you think, do you think he's too old for Orange Galooly? We might solve oh, two problems right you there. Need to stop. We solve two problems. Well, I think the answer's no. I don't she's, think so. Didn't she say fifty she was too much? So, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. So Ryan's plus fifty be, now. Yeah. I didn't realize. Yeah. He's got. Yeah, he's right at fifty. Because you're what? No, 53. he's three. He's, he's probably fifty-one. Yeah, yeah. or fifty-one. He's fifty, 50 and I are the same age. I, I thought yeah. close. Fifty-one. Really? Thanks, Rick. I thought he's like forty-seven. I'm older than Bubba, you. Bubba, how, how old are we? 55. How old are we? I always know because Bubba and I track. Yeah, I'm, 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 older six, we. I'm six months ahead of Rick. <laughs> <It's serious. laughs> we're, we're tracking together now. I'll pull ahead right. again in March. Ryan's 52. Yeah. 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 About right. You think that's too old for Galooly? Hamsey said he, he was 23. Bachelor, bachelor I thought he was 47. 48. Yeah, I, I, really I think she said it's too old because her dad's like about 52, 53. What? Are you like serious? Yeah. Huh? Oh, no, you can't 55. do that. You can't do that. No, yeah. That's no, creepy. creepy now. Yeah. Creepy, yeah. creepy. I got a great line. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Gosh. You don't want your dad to have to say sir to your husband. No. no that'd be weird. Yeah, I don't understand these. <laughs> Look, I understand. <laughs> I understand having a little space between you. I don't mind that. My mm-hmm. wife and I have a little space, yeah. but. But when you when someone could literally be your parent or grandparent, that's that's weird. Yeah, that's. But Rick, but Rick, how do you put a number on love? I can. <laughs> mm, I certainly can. Like if you were in college and your wife was in diapers, that's tough. <laughs> you know, think about it. it really if you is. have a twenty year really gap, yep. I mean that's that that brings it yep. home. Yep. You know, yep. I mean thirty and fifty sounds better, but at one point that's what it was. Golly, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, well, it does sound a lot better. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. When, when your lingerie is disposable. <laughs> That's a good one, by the way. <laughs> Quick, Will's call. Please. You think need, Will's is listening? To, just getting prepared. To get back on space. <laughs> <laughs> so good. You can leave. It's going to be re- <laughs> tough. We're going to have oh, up. Let me know what Will said. <laughs> oh, you got to hit the road. So I'm, I'm, I'm halfway to the farm. I'm there. <laughs> Fishing. Oh, that's good. Bubba. Good night, Rick. Are we just waiting on wheels? Or are we moving on? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I'm having fun. Bubba though, told us how that. long it was. Yeah. We know how yeah, long we, it is. Yeah, we're going to be going to break about the time he calls. Let's find out that. what this guy's talking about. I don't even know what he's talking about. And Brad, it may have something to do with you know the government trying to take over or something. <laughs> Wait, let's check. Let's see. Hotline. Nope. Will's still not there. Go ahead. <laughs> Rick, he told us 25 minutes, about right. 20 minutes ago. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I mean, about five minutes ago. Uh, 20 minutes left. Brett, go ahead. <laughs> Hey, uh, y'all talking about Talladega and wanting to drive the pace car or, or a race car around there. Uh, I went to uh called a drive of a lifetime. And when I went down to Talladega, I lived in Birmingham, so they used to go to all the races. I went through this program, and they took us into a driver's meeting, told us where to drive on the track. And I got up to 177 miles an hour. I was able to get in the car, crank it up, take off from pit road and start going out and around the track. They told us to go high all the way around the track, but coming out of the full turn, I'd always go high and then dip down low coming around the front street. But when they call it a white knuckle weekend, it was white knuckle because coming out of the full turn, you had to plant your car where you wanted it before you went in the first turn. Because I couldn't even look over at the pit. I, I was focused. I wish this on the, was Will's talking. Is this Doug Wheelock? 
<laughs> and uh, let me tell you, Denny uh, when they say white knuckle weekend, it is white knuckle. Oh, yeah. And what about uh, when they say went, white knuckle weekend? Is that an exaggeration? <laughs> when they say white no, knuckle weekend? Uh, no, because when when I had to hold that steering wheel, that car kept going. It just like the back end kept flipping out a little bit the whole time. Yeah, but a little loose in the back. Yeah. yeah. Did you stay in yeah, it or did you get out of the game? I bet yeah. you couldn't drive a penny nail, could you? Uh huh. No, no, yeah, that's that's true. Sir. Now, could you could you stay high through four? No, I when I come around four, I went down low to kind of miss a dip because there was a dip in that track. There and was. They kept they kept rolling that black flag. Mm-hmm. They said if it with a flag rolled up, if it if they wave it at you, with it rolled up, that means to slow down. If they unrolled that black flag, that means you've got to come back in. So oh. I had to keep, the guy sitting beside me had to keep telling me to slow down. Mm-hmm. But I did get up to 177 miles an hour. And <laughs> I went, I went 180. <laughs> instead of 10. I turned one at 180. I beat you. I was faster. Mm-hmm. I did 180. Yep. Yeah, we did oh, We did man. the driver experience. We did it twice, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was, done... it in, was it in a cup car? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it yep. was. M&M's car, M&M's baby. Car, yeah. I was letting it eat. Did you get to start it and take yep, off? Yep, sure we did. did. We did it once with a driver in us, and the second time we did it where we were in there by ourselves following <laughs> a driver. And I, see, I, 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 I did so I well, did. they entered me in the ARCA race and two weeks later. No. <laughs> did you crank it yourself? Right. <laughs> when I, I can't believe Rick he's wasn't, li- Rick wasn't listening no, and wasn't. did not know how to crank no, it. No, that, and you panicked, too, when they... That was the second time. Okay. I'd like to point it out to everyone that was not Doug Wheelock. Yeah. I wish Doug Doug was in that voice. Courtesy of NASA. (laughs) (laughs) Doug's going to call us in like 10 minutes. Right. Let me check. Nope, still not there. (laughs) We'll be right back. Stay close. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba. 22 minutes past the hour is this footage that is circulating from the space station. Does it identify a a, a flying object of some sort? We will talk with Doug Wheelock with NASA out of Houston, likely next segment. So uh, we'll we'll find out and try to get some official stuff from NASA from a reliable resource. So be standing by for that. Doug Doug has such a vast experience with this, Colonel Doug Wheelock. We probably need to give the intro to him before he gets on or we'll never get to hear from him. Because it's that long? Yeah, I mean, he's done so much. Yeah, he's done a lot. So so that'll be coming up, we think, next segment? Uh, Yeah, about 8.30, Sam. Okay. What All if right. he said, when you blast off, you talk about White Knuckle Weekend. Hey, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I appreciate our caller. To, uh, uh, and probably the highlight, I think, of Doug's space career was talking live to the Rick and Bubba show. In orbit. Mm-hmm. Yep. On NASA TV and the Rick and Bubba Network simulcast. Has he ever had the drive of a lifetime though? <laughs> well, I think that I, I think it, when he went up on the Russian right. rocket, he would he would he would say that was the ride of a lifetime. Look, mm-hmm. I, I did I did we did all did the Dale Jarrett driving experience and the Richard Petty driving experience, and I will tell you, it's probably the most fun I've ever had with my clothes it's on. Unreal. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, will I mean, say I mean it, it's it it I mean it is an absolute thrill. It is. Coronavirus update. Oh boy. So let's start. Donald Trump makes Mike Pence the coronavirus czar. The czar. Uh, so he says uh, the United States will spend whatever it takes to beat the global epidemic. Uh, 
CDC has confirmed the first unknown origin coronavirus case in Northern California, meaning we don't know how this person got it. Yeah, that's comforting, isn't it? Yep, we that that's that's nobody mm. likes that one. Um, this person hasn't recently traveled abroad or been exposed to exposed to an infected patient, uh, and uh, and Donald Trump keeps saying that the risk to Americans is very low, but now we have uh, a CDC confirmation of somebody in Northern California that has coronavirus, and they have no idea how they got it. Don't mean to be Debbie Downer, but I just wanted to share that with you. So, uh, and you, you know, too, we, we're trying to do comparisons to the regular flu versus mm-hmm. Corona, mm-hmm. and you can get on the internet and try to look at these numbers. But I, I'm just seeing numbers all over the place. Yeah. It's very hard to follow. And if you don't have good numbers, you got yeah. bad info. A woman in Japan tested positive for the coronavirus for the second time. On Wednesday, this is scary to me. Uh, as the country, You're talking about the unluckiest person in the world, yeah, yeah. is gripped with 190 cases, uh, separate from the Diamond Princess cruising ship outbreak. Uh, multiple reports are saying this. The tour bus guide in her 40s first tested positive in late January, was was released from the hospital after recovering. She was readmitted after having a sore throat and chest pains, mm. and it is the first known case. This is in Japan of a second positive test in Japan, which now has the health minister, no way I try that name, yeah. <laughs> uh, informing Japan's central government of the need to review previous patient list and monitor the condition of those previously discharged, meaning uh, they may not have been well when we thought they were. Mm-hmm. Or does it yeah, mean it that hangs once around had, longer? Or does it mean once you've had it, doesn't mean you won't get it again? Yeah. This is when a month, within we, a month. Immune yeah, system. late January, yeah. How about that? We just so don't got it rate. twice in a month. Dang the luck. Yeah. <laughs> well, did you ever really get rid of it? Well, you know, that's right. the question. That's but, the ultimate thing. Well, Greg, I don't that's think what they, they got to find out, buddy. Yeah. Or, Greg, or that's what we're doing. What I'm going. Do you with. have that's what we're uh, doing? Uh, scrunch face. He, he does have a scrunch face. You're mad about it. All ill about it. I'm about coronavirus now. Yeah, toothpick rocking. It's pretty important. Yeah. I mean, what am I going to do? Yeah, I know. I'm doing the best I can do. When do you get concerned? When do you start worrying about it? When there's one in like Cleveland County. Okay. <laughs> that's where you drew your line. That was really Rick, but look, look at this coming from Atlanta. Is that yeah. where it's coming from? Rick, look at the graph that Adler has up there. That shows you the reported cases in it and how quick it has taken off compared to uh, Ebola and uh, and Mears. Uh, and Mears and SARS and swine flu and mm-hmm. all this other stuff we've had. That's but scary. you see how it has just escalated and dwarf the other cases in how quick it has taken off. That's what's concerning to everybody, I think. Well, highly, highly uh, wow. infectious. Uh, the uh, says here. Here's an issue for uh, for those of us with facial hair. Uh, oh, they've even got a chart out today that shows if you what what facial hair you have or don't have, how much more at a potential you could be to get the disease. Yeah, they're, well, they're talking about because if you try to wear these yeah. masks, yeah. It's back to your deal with the CPAP. Uh, by the way, thanks for the tons of emails informing me that there are CPAPs for people with beards and let right. Bubba know. That's why he's bringing his stash back. Right, yeah, that's it. So, anyway. No, I can't do that when it just snows. I have to have the whole thing on. It, look, it's working. I don't I don't want to tamper with it. That's right. I know a lot of people can't get used to the CPAP machine. You know, it bothers them. They 
just can't get tied into it. And I fought it for a year. I really, was got, it that hard? Wow. Oh, yeah. One yeah. year? Well, I didn't want to wear it. I just thought, I can't go to sleep with that on. Yeah. Right. And then I started, you know, experimenting with little naps in the afternoon and went, wow, number one. Okay, good. And then I transitioned over. Now when I see it on the nightstand, I get sleepy. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm Pavlov's <laughs> dog with that thing. I am conditioned. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway. Facial, <laughs> there it is. Yeah, there's a, there's a whole chart. Like Bubba said, we're holding the story. Now it's on the screen if you're watching on YouTube. There's a whole chart about the the different kinds of mustaches and beards and mm-hmm. and how you but then they're also saying there's a run on these surgical masks you can't get them anywhere yeah there's a run on them but we're supposed run. to have that r95 minimal rating mm-hmm. yeah but now there's a run on them yeah right so up oh, there he is no, yeah. so <laughs> let me check <laughs> no so that's no. your that's your coronavirus <laughs> update Rick, the one update you didn't mention is this is all Trump's fault. Yeah. It, well, yeah, it is. That's Trump's what the left said. And why? How did Trump cause the coronavirus? It's just his fault, Rick. It's his fault. Like we're, when, we're, like we're, when we're he not, didn't have a plan. We're not prepared, Rick. We're not. We're not giving up enough money towards it. Now, Pence, they, Pence has a terrible history of, of the way he handles things. It's all his fault, Rick. Now, they, are they going to do mm-hmm. like with George W. Bush and the weather machine? Mm-hmm. Is this is this that he created? <laughs> yeah, he, pretty much, he created this outbreak so people would not want to change to the president. Well, see, it's uh, it, it was already out before they could you know get that line of thinking going, Rick. So it's yeah. a little late oh. for that. All right, so when uh, we when we come back, uh, we'll come back. We'll talk to Doug uh, Wheelock. I think he's calling us right now. So we'll get him on hold. We'll get that set up. What is this object that seems to be out there, kind of cruising along with the space station? And then makes a bizarre exit, it appears, uh, if these videos you're seeing truly have not been tampered with, and they are directly from the NASA channel and the footage they were getting from the space station. If it's all straight up, then what is it? Doug Wheelock helps us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant dudes. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. 35 minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. We are back. Bubba from NASA, from Houston. Uh, Doug Wheelock, he's been on the program before. You, we actually, you actually contacted him on the space station. Yeah, uh, Doug Wheelock. Uh, he, Rick, he's got quite a history with space and NASA. Uh, he's been up on two uh, exhibitions, uh, or uh, not exhibitions, what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. He's been on two crews at the International Space Station, one as a flight engineer and then one as the actual commander. We did uh, have a conversation with him on orbit here that was on the NASA channel, and uh, it, it, we were very appreciative of that. Now, uh, we have Colonel Wheelock on, and he is in Ohio, Rick, currently on loan from the astronaut office working on the Artemis uh, project which is going to carry us back to the moon. Uh, Artemis Powell? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That was, that was the drummer for Leonard <laughs> right. Skinner. Right, uh, Doug Wheelock, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Welcome back. Hey, thank you, guys. Uh, great to be back with you. All right, so you, you know what we're dealing with here today, Doug. I mean, we, we, have, <laughs> uh, we have NASA. You know, it's great to have it on 24-7. Everybody's watching the footage, the NASA channel, all good stuff. But then the UFO people are always keeping their eye on it, and and we and, and a lot of the UFO observers believe that that NASA zeroed in cameras on something they did not know what 
any idea what it was that seemed to be rolling along at a very high rate of speed with the space station and then ultimately flies up, propels itself out of sight. Uh, any update from NASA on, on this particular conversation that's going on? Sure. Um, not to disappoint those uh, UFO uh, fans out there, this is an IFO. This is an identif- identified flying object. Oh. Um, yeah, so um, this is uh, – we discard of our – trash and um and equipment that's uh that's been put through its paces and is now retired uh we discard some of those things we bring back you know if they're useful things that we can refurbish or if it's science we're returning to the earth we bring those back in a vehicle that has a heat shield of course to protect it we used to do that on the um on the space uh, shuttle, and now we do it on the SpaceX vehicle that has a protective heat shield. But most of our resupply capsules are, uh, they burn up in the atmosphere. And so they, uh, they're completely disintegrated and burned up in the atmosphere. And sometimes uh, we do that in a controlled capsule, and sometimes things are jettisoned uh, from the space station that have uh, outdone, uh, outlived their useful life and are no longer functioning. And so we release them, we jettison them uh, at a planned trajectory, uh, at a planned time, and we release them and they go below the space station and end up deorbiting and burning back through the atmosphere uh, into dust. And so, um, so this item that, w- that you have seen the footage on is actually in a retired a piece of communications gear uh, that we've had on the space station since 2009. Um, it, it outlived its uh, useful life, and in 2017, um, it uh, it stopped working, and so we've had it on the outside porch of the space station. It's the exposed facility. Uh, it's like a back porch. Um, a lot of the science we do of, is, in course, is, of course, inside of the space station in our laboratories. But we also have outside a back porch where, we, where things are exposed to the vacuum of space and all the temperature variations of space. And we do a lot of science out there. And this piece of hardware was out on that back porch. And we, in a controlled fashion, at the right moment, at the right time, in the right trajectory, uh, we released this, or we jettisoned uh, this piece of hardware uh, to return uh, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, uh, back to the planet. And so this piece of hardware was actually something we released from the, we jettisoned from the space station um, last Friday, the 21st of February. So that's what you're seeing. It's a known piece of hardware. It's a communication, uh, piece of communication hardware, which we've upgraded um, uh, since that time, and so now we we use our KU band, which is relayed through our uh, satellites, uh, our, our geosynchronous satellites. Doug, it, th- this was part of a Japanese uh, project, right? It was sent up by the Japanese. That's correct. We have four laboratories on board the space station. One of them, the biggest laboratory, in fact, is the Japanese laboratory, um, and it uh, it was a piece of equipment that. And, and we have a control center, a mission control center in Scuba, Japan, which is uh, just north of uh, Tokyo, and um, our control center there uh, was the controlling element of um, 
uh, of those experiments going on inside of the Japanese laboratory. And this piece of communications gear was to carry telemetry and voice communications uh, from the space station uh, Japanese laboratory. The, this exposed facility, this back porch I talked about, is right outside, is, is connected to the Japanese laboratory. So it's part of that system. And this piece of communications gear was to send telemetry data and voice uh, uh, commands uh, from uh, the space station to the SCUBA Mission Control Center in Japan. And, and Doug, if I understand correctly, NASA puts out a blog every day kind of uh, giving a summary of what went on the space station. And this was actually listed on that, on that summary, but uh, some, of the, some of the UFO folks apparently did not read that, <laughs> saw the video, and immediately wanted to know what it was, but just did not look at yeah. what you guys already told them was about to happen ahead of time. <laughs> yeah. well, that's okay. It happens a lot. And, um, and we, we also have a lot of um, these mini satellites you probably have seen. We, we release, we jettison these mini satellites that um, go out, get essentially launched from the space station, uh, gathering data. Some of them are, are very small experiments from high schools and universities and things like that. So there, we were um, occasionally and getting more frequently releasing things from the space station. And, and normally it's all in the name of science. And, um, and some of these things, uh, even our capsules, our resupply capsules uh, that we end up putting our trash in and then disposing of those, we sometimes put um, uh, a, a, an interesting experiment that we're doing now is called Sapphire. Uh, we actually are running that out of the NASA Glenn Research uh, Center up here in, in uh, Cleveland, Ohio as well. Uh, but that's, uh, that's to look at spacecraft safety and fire um, uh, in space. And so once we release this, we have cameras and telemetry, um, and we purposely set the inside of that capsule on fire so we can watch how fire spreads in, in, uh, in orbit and how we can how we can uh, protect ourselves uh, from fire inside the capsule, and how to extinguish those fires as well. So these are all we don't nothing goes to waste on the um, on the space station. Even our equipment that we're returning that's going to eventually burn up in the atmosphere. We sometimes do experiments on those um, um, on those uh, returning items as well. All right, Doug, I've been doing this a long time because I know as soon as we are, you don't have any more time for us we will get this call. And so just go ahead and, and take okay. care of it. You've explained it. It all makes perfect sense, but that doesn't matter. Okay? <laughs> so because if I want something to be something, sometimes I won't turn it loose, and I'm speaking for the, the UFO. They're going to say, well, he never explained how this thing seems to propel itself and, and go upward into another orbit. And they're even claiming that they can see some kind of green something mm -hmm. shooting out the back like it's propelling itself. Why does it appear that this thing shoots up as opposed to starting to angle back down toward and decay into the atmosphere? Yeah. So explain okay. what, what they think they're seeing here. Sure. Um, the um, orbital mechanics is, a, is an interesting thing. It's, a, it's actually a quite counterintuitive when you get to space. Um, uh, things, you know, F still equals MA in space, of course, uh, but things operate uh, in the absence of a 
gravity vector. We're actually still within the capture of the gravitational pull of the Earth. But orbital mechanics works. The, the easiest way to, um, to visualize it is uh, like watching a track meet around a, around a track. Uh, let's say it's, uh, it's more than, uh, or let's say it's like one lap. Um, you see that the outside, um, it looks like at the start gun that people are out ahead of the others when they're in the outer lanes. And so, I got you. Uh, right. And so this is the, this is the, really the simplest way to understand orbital mechanics that, that, um, you know, it looks like when they're on those long stretches before they get to the first turn that, uh, hey, those guys got like a 20, 20 meter yeah, I got you. Uh, head start or something, you know. So uh, the same is true for orbital mechanics. If you're in a higher orbit um, and you're traveling the same speed in a lower orbit, um, you're eventually going to overtake. So you're going to fly out in front of that um uh, for instance, this piece of hardware that we release, we normally release, you say like, well, if you, if you want to return it to the Earth, why don't you just like throw it or jettison it straight down towards the Earth? Well, when you do that, it's actually got the same orbital velocity. So if you throw it straight down towards the Earth, it's, it's now uh, coming into an inside lane, traveling at the same speed. So it's actually going to go out in front of the space yeah. station. Um, uh, and then if you throw it backwards, it's actually going to go up, you know, so it's, uh, so, so, so it's going to, it's going to maintain that same speed. So I it's going to essentially just change lanes. It, it's an, so obst- it's an optical illusion that what, what, correct. what they're correct. seeing is that it's not happening the way they think it's. So happening. if you throw the trash down, you're actually going <laughs> to run into it. So <laughs> you throw it up and it goes back behind you. That, that's correct. And so what we, what we usually do when we jettison something, we normally try to jettison at, a, at like a 45-degree angle uh, to the rear, like retrograde and down. So, so that way you can use orbital mechanics in your favor. Now, we keep an eye on it. That's why we had the cameras trained on it. Understood. Yeah, that's why the camera zoomed in, just to be sure it was you're, going. You're watching going. what you've released to be sure it's doing uh, what you need it to do. Doug, yeah. we're up yeah. against a break right here. Can you hold on for five minutes? Because we, we have a few few other questions for you. Absolutely. Uh, thank you so much. All right. I'm, thank I'm you, not, Colonel Wheelock. I'm going to tell you what. I don't need to get in here and push around and make some room, but I'm asking him about Flat Earth before we get off this thing. <laughs> uh, uh, well, let me tell you, he's been around it yeah. probably – you, Five, six hundred times, he can tell you for sure. You flat yeah. earth people, I'm going to talk to somebody that's actually been out there. <laughs> right. <laughs> 13 minutes to the top. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Four, Minutes to the top. All oh, we're running out of time, and we have a lot to discuss. Uh, Doug Wheelock is, is with us from NASA. He's explained uh, some of this you're seeing on YouTube, uh, which that should be an indicator uh, of some of the uh, UFOs. And it was when I mean, you see it, if you don't have the explanation, it, it certainly is provocative. But Doug Wheelock has explained it, and actually NASA had explained it in their their blog of what they were going to be doing day to day. Actually explained it on Friday, uh, but undoubtedly the UFOers uh, missed. Um, the explanation about well, you what know, they, NASA ain't gonna be honest with it, Rick. You know that. Well, you know, Doug, how's it feel to be called an actor that you've never been, you've never seen the Earth from 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 orbit? Uh, I'm the I'm the lowest paid actor ever, I guess. I suppose, but the, um, 
how many hours, Doug, have you had in space? How many hours? 178 days. In days. Space, well, and so um, I, I can attest that the our world, our beautiful planet, actually is is uh, indeed round, and um, just a beautiful. Uh, uh, ball of life floating in a vast empty sea of darkness and so it's uh it's quite an amazing sight uh, our beautiful planet from uh from space hey, doug, ever, doug when you were outside the capsule doing a spacewalk how, how just i mean how does that feel on your senses yeah so that uh you know being outside on a spacewalk is actually uh an order of magnitude more intense uh visually uh, than it is um than it is inside of the space station, as well as physically, it's uh, it's um, we then are exposed to the extreme temperatures. Uh, we're orbiting the Earth once every ninety minutes, and so we get sixteen sunrises and sixteen sunsets every day. Wow. And so, wow. um, half the time, so every forty-five minutes, we're going to sunrise or sunset. And in, in the direct sunlight, uh, temperatures can soar to about. 275 to 300 degrees Fahrenheit, and then uh, when you go into shadow 45 minutes later, they're about 275 to 300 degrees below zero. So wow. a five to 600 degree temperature change um, uh, every 45 minutes or so. And um, you can't really feel that inside the space station because we keep it uh, sort of room temperature. That's why you see the astronauts floating around and working on the space station, sort of in normal-looking cl- clothes. Uh, but then outside, your your suit is working overtime uh, to protect you from those elements. And so, and then, of course, you have that visor, so you have a panoramic view of uh, um, of the uh, the Earth just floating there in the in the heavens. And it's uh, you sure it's, you sure it's round. Are you positive <laughs> that it's round? I'm positive. I'm positive. And usually when I get this question, I... I can't believe uh, this I, is actually back. I, Doug, I cannot believe that we literally have people in 2020 that believe the Earth is flat. I can't believe it. Well, well, uh, what I usually do is, and this is a great example, because you guys, I think, are on Central Time right now. Correct. I'm on I'm on Eastern Time, and I'm in uh, near Cleveland, Ohio right now. And so that's usually the first question I ask is uh, when somebody asks me, you know, um, why I believe that the Earth is round, I usually ask them what time zone they're in, and that usually uh, leads to the very first icebreaker. It's like, well, if the Earth were flat we'd all be in the same time zone, correct? So, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of a game changer right out of the gate. Mic drop. <laughs> so that's the easiest way to sort of like uh, mentally get your, get your mind around it, other than, you know, looking out at the moon and, and um, you know, if you have a telescope looking at the other planets, you can see that they're orbs, you know, so the, um, uh, it's, uh, you know, I I, uh, I never dismiss anyone. I I'm always I do uh, <laughs> ready and will, ready and willing to talk to anyone about uh, why they believe like they believe. And uh, well, the and problem that uh, and you're you're a better person than I am. Yeah, and, and all I, of us. And, Doug, and, trust I'll, be, me. and I'll, be, I'll be honest with you, that's not that's not a big step. <laughs> but 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 I'm just saying it, it would it would it would bother me that to, if I'd been in space for 178 days, okay, of time. And I'm looking at it because what this person is saying to you is that you're a liar, that you're you're part of some conspiracy. Now, no one has ever been able to tell me how round Earth equals a conspiracy. I don't know what gain all of you at NASA are getting from telling everybody that the Earth is round and showing us pictures of it. 
to what gain I don't understand. Because a conspiracy only works if you can show me what the, what the gain is, and no one has shown me. I tell you how they're really making out on this round earth thing. I, I, no one's ever explained that with any clarity of any kind. But it would have to be offensive to me for you to put your life on the line like that. Spend that time out there, do all this science, try to to follow you know God's ability to reveal Him uh, creation to us, and for you to be able to go through the technology through your God given talent and get these great looks at our earth, and then some person stand up and tell you that you're lying. Yeah, it's, it is difficult. Um, I, I think uh, when I get these questions, I, I often think of the, of the folks that walked on the moon and, uh, you know, that, you know, the conspiracy theories that we filmed it all in the Nevada desert or something, you know. And so I, I said, well, I think to myself, well, it can be worse, you know. But, but I usually try to, um, rather than just dismiss uh, – the idea. I, I normally like to open dialogue and, and, and find out find out why someone believes that way, um, and 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 so and you know we can have an open discussion about it. You know, so, um, <laughs> so I, I I I suppose my feathers were ruffled a little bit in the in the early years. You know, yeah, but, uh, yeah. Doug, but, uh, how, how many miles is that? Have you flown? If you were going seventeen thousand miles an hour for yeah, hundred and seventy eight so, days, what does that total up to? I think my uh, my long dur- I had a I had one short duration mission which was only 15 days on the um, on the uh, space shuttle and then my long duration stay was about six months on the station and I think I traveled in that six months 62 million miles. Wow! wow. <laughs> That's all, isn't it? Doug, we like thank you for what you've done yeah. for the world, not just our country. And Doug, we want to have you back and talk about Artemis and what what's coming forward at another time when you got a little more time. Absolutely. Love to do it, and uh, uh, we've got some great things going on. Thanks, Thanks you, sir. Bubba, Rick, and Bubba. Two conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba. Yeah. It is uh, six minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here and ready to go. We've got Happy Gilmore. we got Stretch Armstrong, all here in our Rick and Bubba University program, earning their degree in common sense. That now has become a superpower. I do want to point you in direction here. We, we talked with Phil Waldrop on the program. Man, I'm getting huge uh, emails, and a lot of you responded to his new book, Beyond Betrayal. You can go to beyondbetrayalbook.com, or you can go to uh, you know Amazon, wherever you buy it. Uh, and, of course, uh, Phil Waldrop, we met him uh, because of, uh, Phil Waldrop Ministries does the Gridiron Men's Conference. That'll be in Huntsville. Uh, this year, uh, but uh, it, a lot of you uh, actually gave the book to someone yesterday that was going through a struggle. Uh, betrayal is a difficult thing, and uh, and forgiveness and without bitterness, and what does all that look like? Uh, how do you move on from it? Beyondbetrayalbook.com, or you can go to Amazon.com. It'll help you overcome past hurts and begin to trust again. A lot of you have responded to this. I actually talked to, to Phil, and he said uh, that the publisher was <laughs> blown away how many of you responded just from that one short interview. But uh, uh, So don't forget that, and also don't forget the Gridiron Men's Conference that will be coming up uh, Father's Day weekend this summer. You can go to gridironmen.com. David Jeremiah will be there. Steve Farrar. Larry the Cable Guy 
has come to know Christ, has a great testimony. He'll be sharing that and, and entertaining us as well. I'll be speaking this year in Huntsville. So uh, new new city, first time Gridiron has ever been to Huntsville. So that'll be coming up as well. Uh, all those details can be found at those two locations. Uh, welcome back for a brand new hour. Look, there's Bill Bubba. The Bunch. Rick and Bubba. Glad to be here. Thank you very much. Got a lot of great email on the last couple of segments as yeah. we broke down the yep, – yep, uh, yep. What I thought was some pretty interesting footage, but uh, again, for every mystery, there is an answer. Well, and I spe- think we heard it. Especially those of you that missed that, we took on this the latest US UFO conspiracy, and Doug Wheelock with NASA came on and said, here's what we were doing, here's what you're seeing. Yes, those are our cameras. Yes, we are zooming in on it because we're jettisoning some old equipment that no longer uh, it works. This is how you have to jettison when you're traveling at this speed. We were watching to be sure it was all going smoothly. Uh, as it will disintegrate, and we were jettisoning out some equipment, uh, and we told everybody that we were going to be doing doing that. But the UFO for UFO for UF, you could call them UFOfers. I guess you can <laughs> UFOfers. Uh, they uh, they didn't want to hear that, or else they didn't know that. But it has been explained. We also took on <sighs> flat Earth, mm-hmm. and Doug Wheelock said been out there for a long time. Been looking back at the Earth, and it is definitely a sphere, and it's definitely round. Yeah, I'm gonna listen to somebody spent there 178 days. Just like everything else we see in our solar system, Rick, it's not like we're trying to sell everybody that it's round. There's a bunch of pancakes out there. Well, I go back to you know? I go back to Babylon <laughs> yeah. B. This is awkward when it, when it, when it shows the <laughs> solar did. system it and every, they were all round, and then the Earth was a pancake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and it had underneath. Well, this is awkward. <laughs> Daryl in Columbia, South Carolina. Daryl, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you, sir? Good, fellas. How y'all? Listen, I was just listening to Doug here. I think what he's trying to tell us all in NASA terms is somebody stepped on the back porch and flushed the toilet. (laughs) He talked about that back porch. I thought, wow, what a view from that back porch. Uh, Didn't you want a rocking chair on there? But, you know, Doug, is you can tell he's a humble guy. He's much more kind in general than we are. Uh, and he's, he's a class guy, right? That's what you're trying to say. Yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a colonel. He's, he's seen combat missions. I mean, he's decorated. If he wore all of his medals, he probably couldn't walk around. But, you know, you know somebody usually that is <laughs> that has the kind of intelligence and stuff and knows what he knows, you know, would say this is a great time for me to be, you know, arrogant and condescending. But he's not like that. And he even says those that say flat earth to him, he would rather just kind of engage them in a conversation and say, all right, give me your point. I'll give you the counterpoint. I have been there. This is what we've seen. This is what we know, time zones. You know, he's trying to let the person hear facts. But I, I promise you somewhere right now a flat earther thinks that Doug Wheelock is some sort of actor on the take. I was even thinking, Daryl, that the way to solve the flat earth thing is to find the flat earther that, let's say it, it's their – it's their Beatles. I mean, this guy is the greatest, most beloved flat earther on the planet. Right. All right. right. Now, this is the one that number all, one blogger. This is this is right. their, this is their Tony Robbins. They right. they love this guy. They can't get enough of whoever this person is or whoever this woman is, and they are the expert on flat earthness. And we love them. They are hey, they represent us. And let's put that person in a rocket and, and blast and, and let, them off. And let's send them up with 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 NASA. Let's get the training, do all this, and let's get them up on the space station and let them look. <laughs> and then and then they can come back. And of course, you know what would happen then. Well, I don't know if we can trust that person or not. Yeah, then they would say he had sold out <laughs> to the sold. man. Yeah. So there may be no way to ever convince them of, of anything. Probably not. Uh, we continue. We go to Donna in Tennessee. Donna, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Good morning, guys. Hey, Donna. I had uh, something that I wanted to ask about. You know, 
Rick, you talked about Sherry just being introduced to HGTV. Mm-hmm. And we've had a little bit of a moral dilemma there because just like with everything else, every other kind of TV except for the Rick and Bubba show, mm-hmm. um, they've got a problem with showing – they're doing houses and remodeling and helping people find houses. A lot of time, they are cohabiting couples. They are gay couples. Recently, HGTV on their show House Hunters, it came out about a week or so ago, they had their first thruple, three people who were in a committed sexual relationship, and they were finding them a home in Colorado Springs. One thing that's been disappointing is the couple on the show Hometown. It was a great show, and I'm sure it still is. They are a Christian couple. They've not made any bones about that, but they were felt very free to find a, quote, married gay couple, find a house, and redo it for them. And I wish that they could just quit all that. Now, she's, real, she's safe with Chip and Joanna Gaines. They've actually left the network, and they're starting their own network. I heard that, um, yeah. It's going to be debuting later this year, and I wouldn't be surprised if that was the one of the reasons why, because it seems like HGTV will let you get by with your values for about a season, and then you have to start being more inclusive, as they call it, and they start pressuring people to do that. But she may have already encountered some of that. But how do no, y'all navigate yeah, How do y'all navigate around that? How do you – I mean, maybe we shouldn't ditch a whole network, but do you just, like, it's, cut that episode off? Or? Yeah, well, you go back to this, and again, I'm, 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 I, don't, I don't have any desire to watch HGTV, so it's not like this is going to be some big sacrifice for me. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't, this is probably not the best place for me to land because I don't have any investment. There would be no sacrifice for me to go. I don't want to do this. But I think to your your question with something like this, it seems like there's so many other options you could watch, you know, and, and get. And if you you have a certain thing, like I know many times my wife and I will have a say a series we'll watch and we'll say, hey man, this is really good. And then all of a sudden that episode shows up where all the things you just mentioned, and you're like, you know, can we do a show without thinking we have to pander to all these different you know, alternative lifestyles and da-da. and then usually what we do at that point, if it's just the one show, we won't, we're done with it. We don't watch it anymore, you know, but on something like a network, I would think, and I would think, I don't know the people on hometown. I don't pretend to know them, but you say that they profess, professed a, 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 a faith in Christ. They're there. They may have said, look, we want to get a chance to, to get to know this couple, uh, to befriend them, to do something kind for them. Uh, and then you know, let them know where, who we are in our faith, and maybe they look at that as an opportunity yeah. to speak into these people's lives. So I, I'd be careful of being too, uh, you know, too judgmental uh, on that. But as far as the programming and the thruple, which people are just now sending me stuff on that, I don't know anything about that. Yeah, I think there's lines that you definitely draw, and uh, but I think you always want to try to be fair uh, to to those that may be like us, uh, who I will tell you straight up, it is a very difficult thing. To, to not run off and hide in Christian radio. Of course, some of the things going on Christian radio sometimes will make you tilt your head. But but I'm talking about there really is nowhere to go, and I don't think we're called to go to places where culture never touches us. Matter of fact, that's that's not what we're taught to do. We're taught to engage culture, to, to be in the world, not be of the world, but to be in the world and to take the gospel to places you know that uh, that that might stand against it or might not you know might not know about it and but it's a difficult thing i think i would offer people out there who are trying to do it i would offer them your support i would offer them some some grace now we certainly want to hold people accountable i go through my email some days i see email and i say this person i think's being self righteous and 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 acting like a pharisee 
But there's days I get an email for a brother or sister, and I go, you know what? They are 100% right. I didn't handle that the right way. I shouldn't have done that. That was kind of a mistake. But it doesn't mean that, that, that I should stop doing the Rick and Bubba show because it's difficult. You know what I mean? I think if we remove ourselves from all these places as we run from all this stuff. That's that, how we got in this situation. That's how we got in this situation. So I, I would offer those that, that claim faith. Now, look, there's times when you say a person claims to be a person of faith and they say God's standard for marriage has changed. Or they claim to be a person of faith, but yet they're fornicating right here on the show and claim, claiming that Jesus doesn't care about that. That's different. Uh, but it, but what I would do, it seems, I don't know enough about HGTV, but I know other networks. I think I'd just stay away from the shows that do this kind of stuff, and I would watch the ones that don't. And if and if all of them start going this way, I'd find out where you know Chip and What's-Your-Name's got their own network, and I'd go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think too, Rick. Like you're talking about, just uh, you know, use the power button, cut it off, because uh, they're in business too, and they and sometimes I think they think this is what they need to do for their business. But uh, so many of the ways that we watch shows now, they they automatically record, they automatically report back to the people who rate these these shows and Nielsen and all that kind of stuff. So when they see that the shows that have these type programs are way down versus the other ones that are way up, they will eventually make some decisions to move away from that. Yeah, so exactly. I, I think that's the key is you, you vote with your action. That's right. And uh, you hope that works it out because you can carry it to, to just ridiculous uh, limits that, that you just can't even function. Mm-hmm. And, and I know this, too. When I was in Christian radio, we had a, a, a super uh, a grocery store that advertised with us, and it was great christian family that ran it and all this but they did have alcohol they sold well some people didn't think they should be on the the air with us so where do you draw the line in that i mean if you just yeah. keep looking down the list there's a point where you can't do anything so right. yeah. I, I think you have to just look at each situation different and uh, try to have a biblical view of it of and course sometimes it's uncomfortable got that yeah. Um, but uh, do what you need to do and, and don't do what you don't need to do and let it all work itself out. Yeah, and to the home down people, it's one thing to help a couple have a nice house and speak with them. It's another thing to go to their wedding and act like it's okay. And they didn't do that. Yeah. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-three minutes now past the hour. Phone trolling at eight six six. We be big. Thirty seconds of pop. Largest number of people. Shortest amount of time at the end of the buzzer. Hear this? Your time on the program comes to a close. We get to a new person quickly. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come. Phone trolling. Phone troll. Richard in Trustful. Richard, go ahead. Thirty seconds. How about you? Good morning, fellas. Hey, buddy. Uh, I just wanted to touch on Mardi Gras. That just happened. And it wouldn't shock me if the next case of coronavirus came from New Orleans. Because where's the majority of them beads made at? Well, it wouldn't surprise me if diseases come out of New Orleans after yeah. Mardi Gras any yeah. year. Yeah. People uh, are catching a lot of stuff out there long nah. before coronavirus. What a mess. What a stinking mess. <laughs> uh, so you're saying the beads come from China, I guess? Is that what you're saying? The majority of them. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, we continue. Cindy in Meridian, Mississippi, oh. listening to the buzz. Go ahead, Cindy. Good morning. I just wanted to let y'all know we had a pastor named Todd Tillman who was on The Voice, and he got a four-chair turn and chose Team Blake. Really? Uh, you know, I haven't I haven't watched it, so this uh, there's a new season of The Voice starting, too. I guess American Isle starting. comes on every month. I'll tell you this. The Rick and Bubba <laughs> audience, the Rick and Bubba audience on these singing shows, oh, we yeah. dominate. 
Well, yeah, we, 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 we got, got another a, connection to one on the voice yeah. too. We got one on the on the I, on American Idol. So yeah. there's like a 14 year old from from Alabama on that one, and then there's one on the, a couple on the voice. And Greg, there's that, some guy you knew. Yeah, that's a guy on on uh, that tried out on American Idol the other night from Alabama. He's a trash man. Yeah, that little story on him. Yeah, yeah. And that, that, that's you know you stop there. We continue. Uh, Probably eight, not going to win it. Franklin, but he he went to Hollywood. He moved well, on. Well, there you go. How there about you go, that? Greg. Franklin. ZZK, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Yeah, I received the um, uh, Smithsonian Air and Space Magazine, and this latest issue just had an article on them throwing away space junk. And one of the tricky things they do, and they actually, an astronaut will take something out and throw it and just kind of shove it out into space, and they have to make sure that it doesn't uh, come back around and hit the space station. So it's kind of interesting. This article's out just when this thing. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You turn on the radio and somebody's talking about it at the same time. That is funny. We continue. Elaine, Starkville, Mississippi, 96.1. Elaine, 30 seconds. Come on with it. In the earliest days of MTV, you know, when it did what its acronym purports it to do, and they actually showed music videos. And I'm talking like during the days of Blinded Me with Science. Oh, yeah. And Rio by Duran Duran. <laughs> there was a much played video, and I want to see if any of y'all remember this. It was a much played video. Now, this was a song that was not on the radio, so it was only on MTV, and it was called Why Me. Why Me? You might remember that one? I needed to know a little more about it. Y'all had a timeout? Yeah. I thought you said it was Rough Cut. No, who said that? I thought you did. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Why me? Who's singing, I wonder? I thought you said <laughs> I love the original. Because <laughs> back then, they had a tight rotation on the videos. Remember, you, yeah. you had these that yeah. they played all the yeah, time. I don't, I don't know that one. Uh, Ricky and Talladega. Ricky, go ahead. 30 seconds. Greg will be in Talladega Saturday. Go ahead. That's right. Hey, good morning, fellas. This is Ricky from Talladega. Uh, wanted to let you know I think I've contracted the coronavirus. Really? I wish I could have. I wish I could have been on the personal lad show because now I'm looking for a a good looking woman with Lyme disease. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's very hey, good. Balance it out. Mm-hmm. Johnny in Alabama. Hey, Johnny, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Yes, I want to thank you guys for the what y'all did at the men's pursuit. I had a young man come home and tell his wife that he was sorry. He had already took, he always took care of his wife and kids. They said he wasn't the spiritual leader that he needed to be, and there was going to be changes. That's we great. love you guys. Thank y'all so much for what you've done. Hope to see you next year. Thank you, Johnny. That's great, man. We, we, we're getting a lot of great testimonies out of the Pursuit Men's Conference last weekend. It was, a, like I said, when I got back on Monday, it was a special, special weekend, and I'm so glad to hear that fruit. Mike and Gadsden, Z93. Mike, go ahead, hey, 30 guys. seconds. How about it, buddy? What's going on? Let's go eat a piece of chicken. What's wrong? What's good to that? <laughs> yeah. The name of that the, the name of that group, uh, the, the YME was Planet P, was was the name of the group. And um, mm. of course, I'd sing it for you, but you wouldn't like that. So, that's, <laughs> so if you look it up, you look it up on the internet, you'll see what I'm talking about. You'll you'll remember it once you hear it. Well, what's the point? Uh, I don't understand the point. They're saying this. Well, I don't know. I don't know what that girl was. The lady was referring to on that. But I was saying she didn't know what the name of the group was. But I, Adler's playing something. Yeah, he's still, I don't. I, you know, I don't have a recollection well, of what I'm saying. What time? Why, why was she making the point? Because she did say this. Did she mean that it was a it was a song that was created for video TV only? You never even heard it on the radio. It was just a group that all they were known for was their still video. Don't know what. 
and they became popular on there because they have a tight he rotation. Explained it so well, I, I just don't. Yeah. Know. I, you know, I, I hear that you're saying. Do you remember? Is, is she just simply saying, say, "Hey, hey somebody, y'all, remember that? Is it yeah. one of those? Hey, remember yeah. that time, cool? Let me tell you, somebody who took to that new medium that was hauling oats. Oh Nobody yes, privatized all the way. Down. Down. Yes, yeah. they did a great job with it. Look, I mean, I used to love MTV. Yeah, oh, I did too. I did too. Yeah. What I liked is the live, you know, like Billy Squire had a video of them yeah. playing live. Oh, yeah. I, I remember I going home in the afternoon when you get done with sports and whatever, what, and you just sit and watch that for an hour. Oh, yeah. Because April only we, the only thing we had before that was a, a Friday night late show the first time yeah. they started that. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. There's probably a streaming service where y'all can do that now. I don't know. Are people talking about interesting facts and all that? Possibly. You, you remember pop-up videos? I love them, pop too, where they give, you, they give you extra information. Maybe we should start one. Pop-up video. We'll be back. More of the Rick and Bubba show will continue right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Short falls and little sins. Close calls when no one wins. Stand tall, but running thin. I'm wearing thin. Oh, why are we keeping score? 35 minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba show. Who is laughing now? 866, we be big is our number, and we'll, we'll chat with more of you before the hour is over. All right, so a couple of things. Bubba, the Church of Scientology has got has had to apologize, uh, and they're apologizing because they released hundreds of balloons at a California event as official warn uh, officials warn of incredible harm to the environment. Incredible. I mean, the, look at look, look at the Scientology bunch. Boy, that's a wacky bunch, isn't it? Mm. And uh, and they are releasing balloons, but they're in California. And California says that this Mother Earth can't take these balloons. They said, "Whoa, whoa, yeah." Well, they you know, Rick, angered the local it, officials. It uh, it falls under that old thing about what goes up must come down. And you know, we we both get out and do a little woods work and hunting and fishing. And you know, you find quite a few mylar balloons out there. Look, I used to be one of the worst people. Know when I was when I was a kid, I would let one fly. I love to oh, let balloons. I, I did too. I, I would put a note on it. You know, oh, hey, yeah. call me if you find this or whatever. And yeah, just see where it went. We used to do that with bottles too, with the old men creeks and stuff. I love to let a balloon go. Yeah. love it. Just watch it disappear. Right. Yeah. Just stand there as long as you could. You just be straining. Can I so. tell you? It, it, you know, because it's always human nature. You discover it. I remember this so vividly with all my children when they were little. And they all did it. They all did it. You get them a balloon, okay, and this is the classic human place that we find ourselves. And you see it from the time we're little bitty luds. They would want to let the balloon go, but then they would cry when it was gone. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Every human being, it seems like from conception, wants to have their cake and eat it too. Right. It's like, I want, Daddy, I want to let it go. Let it go. All right, well, let it go. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) You can't have it both ways. Let it go. Um, I mean, we can't watch it fly away, then you still have it. No. I mean, that doesn't. Ah! (laughs) Well, there's no no stopping it now. Do you remember like tying it around the little wrist, just thinking, mm-hmm. then here any minute, here, here you go, keep tampering with it. Hey, baby, she's gone. And there you go. So they Scientology, the Church of Scientology says there was a miscommunication about the city's approval of a permit. Okay. 
uh, now the 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 mayor of in uh, now what in, permit is this to let blaze? I go? guess what's well, in Ventura Highway. No. Uh, the mayor there says uh, that uh, the city was very clear that it does not approve the releasing of balloons. Environmental groups warned the balloons cause damage to wild and marine life. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, they, they probably do it to some level, but yeah. it's usually minimal. Uh, you know, how many did they let go? 14,000? A bunch. Yeah, that's a pretty good, pretty good chunk of them. Well, they, the Church of Scientology has been forced to apologize. I don't, I don't Rick, know. Rick, I don't know how many times I saw something silver, and I thought when I was out in the woods, hey, what is that? i got to go look, and it's a mylar balloon. I thought it was a, an alien. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. hoping I'd found something that fall, fell from space. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, no look, luck. i got to tell you, I like letting them No roll. luck, dang it. Yeah, well, and yeah. here's the thing. As far as wildlife, can I tell you what appears to be, and I know they're after this too, Wildlife seems to have the biggest struggle with automobiles. They just don't seem to get it. Right, right. Uh, they, yeah. they can't seem to figure out their it's, timing of crossing yeah. the road. I think the yeah, speed just, thing is so far ahead of what they're used right, to, they yeah. just can't time right, it. Yeah. You know? and, and how many times have you said to the squirrel, to the rabbit, to the whatever, you had it, you made it. Yeah, don't yeah. go back why, the other way. Why did you double oh. back? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and then you just roll on. Yeah. Yeah. So, but so I, I think that's probably a bigger issue for them than my, than balloons being released. Don't you think? Yeah. Is automobiles? Of course, they're out to get automobiles too. Oh yeah. yeah. Bubba, does Betty know? <coughs> Lori Laughlin. Lori Laughlin. You know, everybody keeps saying that Aunt, Aunt what's her name? Aunt Becky. Aunt Becky. That Free Aunt, Aunt Becky. That Aunt Becky needs to just come on in and and serve her time, and and that way her sentence would not be as severe. But right. she's been holding out, saying, "No, we're not coming in because we mm-hmm. don't think we're guilty." They're definitely the most high profile uh, defendants in this who have held out the longest, and they have a court date today. So this thing is going to, uh, you know, start to to play out. But they're claiming they have evidence now that will clear them. And Rick, they're even going as far as to say that they have notes. Uh, and communications between Rick Singer, who is the guy who headed all this up, who turned state's evidence mm-hmm. on everybody, mm-hmm. between him and the FBI, and they say that the FBI is telling him what to say to try to frame them. In other words, mm-hmm. the, he is saying now that he clearly told them it was a bribe, but they are saying they have documentation that it's the FBI telling him to say that. Not what he testified under as his own free will to what really happened. Mm. So you know we got to, you know, this thing has turned kind of political. You, it's been very high profile, mm-hmm. and uh, if you broke the law, you know, you, if you do the crime, you got to do the time. I'm I'm all about that. But uh, you saw the way the prosecutors were pressing them and saying, "Well, if you don't come in, you may get a longer sentence," and mm, I know. which I thought was a little. You've been a little you, soft you on Aunt Becky on this. Well, no, I thought that was a little <laughs> out of the ordinary because that's not you do. We're going to prove that you're guilty or not, and then you're going to be sentenced. It almost looked kind of extortion, like if you don't say you did it. And give up now, we're going to throw the book at you, which is not how the justice system no, is supposed right. to work. No, you're right about that. Great. Does this mean that Hallmark's when the with the wind cries, Mary will be back? <laughs> <laughs> I knew maybe the most confusing title for a series I've ever heard. Is it, not, is it not the wind cries, Mary? I'm sorry. That's, wind, that's that heart. may be Jimmy. That's a Jimmy. Heart, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's a Jimmy Hendrix. Song. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. When, uh, so, when the, that was a weird song. That is a weird song. Mm-hmm. After all, the Jets are in their boxes. So, so their defense. And the clouds have all gone to bed. Weird song. So they're trying to say, hey, we gave money to him. Yeah, we're not denying that, but we didn't know he was using it oh, to, for that. Mm-hmm. Is Full that what they're saying? 
they're saying we weren't in on what he was using it for. To, to well, I, I think there there's they, people who offer services that say you know we'll we'll help market your kids to these universities or we work for the university and we'll help you know streamline the process for you and and we've all been through that and it can be a nightmare, but uh, you know I think their defense is we we thought that this guy was doing legal things with the money we gave him. And he never indicated to us he was doing illegal things with it. Now, now he was obviously the middleman in in all of this. Now, anyone else who's dealt with him has admitted that they knew he was doing something illegal. But right. Greg, well, Greg, I don't know. Greg in the wind cries Becky. Yeah. So they but, say but they're trying to what, make a. They were trying to make a donation to right. like a charity, like a fundraising mm-hmm. gift. But it was some yeah, d- dummy look, charity. It, that it's didn't all exist. it's all shady. No, no <laughs> doubt about it. Yeah. The. The thing is now they're know. saying they have they have the emails, they have communications where the FBI is dictating to him what type of uh, testimony he will give and what language he will use in it to try to get the conviction as opposed to what he really said to them. And yep. that's what they're saying when they bring that to the judge that the case should be dropped. When the wind cries, Becky, the, the, only, the only thing when you when you look at this, and we've all said this, and it says in this, the only thing that nobody can seem to find a way around. Look, I'm not saying they're guilty. I don't know. They may be innocent. I don't know. But the one everybody keeps struggling with is they can't figure out why they kept saying their daughters were rowing uh, recruits when neither one of them had ever been a rower. Right. Yeah. Now it, that that looks that a little hurts. that looks a little suspicious. That, that, that one right there. You, you Just got a little. And the wind. That one's gonna rowing. hurt Aunt Becky a little bit. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That 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 one. Some we gotta have Did some. You, I understand how you could say guy was dirty. We didn't know it. Yeah, that that is actually plausible. But our girls are, are being treated like rower recruits. Are you going to convince me you thought your girls were rowers? Yeah, I mean, it, when what, they weren't. At one point, don't you go, "Hey, where are you going with that paddle?" You know, I mean, you know, through the house. Or I got one. You know what? We missed our daughter's rowing competition. We never seen it before. I didn't, I didn't know, know they were. were I didn't know they were rowers. Hey, and she must be pretty good. She's did, going hey, to USA. Hey, didn't know this guy said they were rowers. I guess he knew something we didn't know about them. Maybe he saw potential. Did y'all see when they went to court before? Of course, there's a mob there. They're going through. You know. And you you remember the the girl that was screaming, "Ain't Becky, will you pay for my college?" That too? was good. You know how people you know, are giving you, them you love stuff that. like that. Well, it's funny. I don't care. That is funny. Yeah, it is care. funny. That's uh, a good one. I don't we'll care we'll come back. Phone calls. Free, free ain't Becky. Any uh, Betty's listening. Free ain't Becky. Free. And the wind. Bring back the wind, Becky. Uh, we'll come back. Your phone calls. Any story we miss. Hello to the Golden Ticket Seats when we come back. 866-WE-BE-BIG. More of the Rick and Bubba Show coming up. Don't forget rickandbubba.com. Have you shopped the Rick and Bubba store yet? Are you wearing Rick and Bubba swag? Ah! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. After all the jets are in the boxes and the clowns have all gone to bed. You can hear happiness staggering on down the street. Footprints. Footprints dressed in red. What is it, speaking? And the, the wind, Christmas, Mary. As we make our way back, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. I do want to point you to Casper. 
Casper.com slash Bubba. Go there right now. This is the sleep company with outrageously comfortable mattresses. You're going to love this mattress. Uh, helping everyone in the Rick and Bubba audience to sleep a little better. That's where all good health begins. Foundational is a good night's sleep. The ultimate goal is a world well slept. Now, their award-winning mattresses transforming the way we sleep with over 50,000 five-star reviews. You can watch them for yourself, and you can get this wonderful, wonderful mattress with their zone support designed to provide extra support to keep your back aligned and you sleep the way you're supposed to, keep you in a cool sleeping environment. If you don't love it, then just give it back, and, and everything is refund. You have 100 nights to bring it into your home. And to, they'll ship it, by the way, to you, so you don't even have to go get it. Uh, set it up in your home. Try it. If you love it, you keep it. If you don't, you send it back. You're, you're, you have, you're out nothing. So get yours now by going to casper.com slash Bubba. You're going to love it. You'll get $100 toward the purchase of select mattresses. You can also find a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. I got a ticket. Hello, Golden Ticket Seats. Where's Mika Smith? Hey, Mika. Nika Smith here today. Happy birthday to Big Jim Smith. Jimmy, happy birthday today, buddy. Uh, we've also got Jay and Justin Lee here today. What's up, gentlemen? Lee. All in the golden ticket seats. They take home a pound of Buzzbox coffee. Yep. And a Rick and Bubba double CD. Join us on an upcoming Rick and Bubba show. Tickets are free, but they do need to be reserved. All you have to do is go to contact at rickandbubba.com. You'll see a ticket biscuit there, and they'll get you set up. All right, Elaine says if she'd had more than 60 seconds, she would have explained to us why she brought up this video. Now, you've got to understand, Bubba, we have people that listen to this show for its entirety. Now, now I do want to tell some of those people, you've got to really take a look at, at, at your life and, and examine how are you. We're glad you're there. I love it. I'm glad you're there. Uh, but, man, that, that, because some, what happens is the show will be rambling along for hours. And then a person will call and comment on something they may have heard back right. two hours ago. Right. You know, and, and, and you're like trying to trying to tie this together. She said she didn't get a timeout, so she couldn't finish why she was telling us an interesting fact about MTV when it actually showed music videos. That's what that Uh-oh. M stood for. And she brought up this <laughs> Why Me video, and we, we didn't understand her point. And she says, I, look, I can tell you what my point was. So, Elaine, go ahead. Okay, it's by Planet P, and y'all opened your show this morning with kind of an old and forgotten song by Tony Carey called It's a Fine, Fine Day. And so the show it's kicked off today with you talking about who remembers Tony Carey, blah, blah, blah. Well, Planet P was Tony Carey. So for anyone who remembers that? that video, and I mean, that video was on MTV a lot. Well, that's two I different think, styles, that's for Boy, sure. Boy, two completely different we watched, styles. We watched that Is he the guy in the astronaut suit? Or Planet B kind of S-U-X, but I like the other yeah. Guys, she's, she's giving it's us a guy in the astronaut suit, and his head explodes at the end of the video. And I think now I understand that video. It, he was so mad about these people who think the Earth is flat that it <laughs> So Tony Carey... But you, you realize, Elaine, you called with that fact three hours after K- Tony Carey entered this show. I know, because you didn't start taking calls until then. I know. You're right. I can't believe the but same look, person. Tony, Tony Carey was also in Rainbow with Ronnie James. Well, now, I know about Rainbow. That's Richie Black. Greg, did you know he's in Rainbow, I Tony Carey? That. 
When my uncle Sonny blew back into town, that. she said it, Greg. What do you don't question Elaine? She now, knows when, a lot about John Kerry. When Turner was singing, they had a couple of hits. Okay. He was he was a keyboardist, for, and so I do think it's weird because okay. it's a fine fine day. It's such a different style. It really like is. It really yeah. is. It's really the only thing I like about Tony Kerry. That Planet Peas. Yeah, it is. That was terrible. All right, thank you, Elaine. I'm glad we got that figured out. Elaine knows a lot. I don't know. I, what I, I didn't. I didn't hear enough of it to really know, but I did not remember it from MTV. Guys. I didn't either. Billy. Columbus. Hey, Billy! Billy! Columbus, Mississippi, Bill. Good morning. Hey, buddy. Hey, hey uh, different conspiracy uh, talks that you guys have been mentioning today. Uh, I've got a cousin. He every every single conspiracy that he can you know grasp on, he's on it or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what about what about the uh, the supposedly government um, <sighs> sponsored um, flying? You know, it's it's basically it's, it's contrail, but you know he thinks that the government is, is chemtrails. You know, chemtrails. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get me started. No, not the chemtrails. What what are, what is the purpose no, of the chemtrails? Okay. Uh, here we go. It, it, it's condensation. You know, the, the the scientific thing is is you know, and I have high, we live in a, a airport. You know, air force community. Right. I'm, I go to church with many. You know, combat and training oh. pilots and whatever. And they explained all the, you know, yeah. and outs or whatever. Yeah, right. But, but why? Course, why does he think they're chemtrails? And why are, is the government? Why do they want to poison us? I'm missing. Well, my his his sister, my one of my other cousins, she just says that he. He just got a hold of the wrong stuff that he was smoking at the time. I got you. Well, now that makes a lot more sense. Does yeah. he believe the earth is yeah. flat? Does he believe the earth is flat? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, my yes. gosh. Okay. Well, here's the thing. They can't, they, you, they can't produce one person who's been to the, the ice wall that holds the oceans in. There is no picture of it. We have people who have flown on the International Space Station went around. We had one on this morning who logged 17 too. million miles in 178 days in space. So until they get a little better evidence – I'm going to have to throw that case out. No, you're right. We've flown around the world. (laughs) We've went in ships around the world. I I really think Columbus settled it all because they were having that same argument back in his day, and he should have gone over the edge of the earth, but he didn't. He found a new world. Well, the flat earth people say he didn't go far enough. But let's go back to this. Well, he went far enough, though, if it, if it right. couldn't be flat where he was. Well, Bubba, let's go back to this again. We've all been Let, in the let's boat. Take, all the buildings on the coast disappear. That means it's round. I want you to picture in your mind to Bubba's point, because the point he made a minute ago is 100% needs to be, and I'm going to put this, and I'm just going to sit there until something changes. Now, I know Mad Mike tried it, but here's the deal. Picture, if you will, I'm standing in the middle of the field, and I want to be convinced, and there's bleachers on each side, Okay. I want to be convinced one way or the other if the earth is round or flat. Over on the earth is round bleachers, people are packed in there. Right. And, I mean, uh, over yeah. in those bleachers, they said, I have been to the space station. I have been to the moon. I worked at NASA. I've got this picture. I've got this. I was floating around. I was in orbit. They're all over there on the bleachers. I turn around to the flat earth side for their witnesses, and nobody's there. I mean, yeah. the, the bleachers yeah. are empty. There's, there's not one person so you got said, them both in bleachers? Yeah, I'm standing in the middle of the field, and over here the bleachers are full of witnesses. Yeah. Okay, because, right, if, if if two two people – by the way, either – do y'all agree that either the earth is round or flat? One of the, one of these groups of people is wrong? <laughs> yeah, one yeah. is dead wrong, Rick. Dead well, one wrong. of them keeps giving me a substantial amount of evidence. The other one's got nothing. Yeah. Rick, the, it's, the, all I mean, the, the, it's all fake. It's all fake evidence. It's manufactured. Is there not one person, not one, that yeah. came back and said, hey, by the way, I'm coming clean. I was out there. I saw it. This thing's a plate with a dome over the top of it. <laughs> Not one. Well, and two, Rick, m- most of the time, if you if you have a crime, 
you find the motive, and that helps still you find found. the the yeah. the perpetrator of the crime. We don't have a motive here. No. Yeah. And remember, we tried hard on that one. Yeah. yeah. Jim in Florida, come on. Yes, sir. I just had a clarification question. I was watching Fox News yesterday and saw a lady had a bunch of stuff smeared on her head, and then I kind of seen on social media a little bit about. Seems to be people are putting ashes on their head to yeah. represent mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Ash Can Wednesday. you give me Ash. a little better clarification of that? Uh, Ash Wednesday. You know, we're, we uh, we we've been uh, you know part of the you know Baptist Church or the non denominational yeah. church uh, for a while. So I've never I never been involved in it. I know it has to do with us beginning. Uh, the process of getting to the crucifixion and the resurrection, and Ash Wednesday is uh, that on their forehead is is really supposed to be a mark of uh, acknowledging their their belief uh, that Christ paid for their sin. It's supposed to be a cross. Yeah, but and a lot it, of times it gets yeah. smeared. We've seen the, several of them look like they just had a bruise. Did yeah, Joe Biden yeah. have one on again today? I didn't see it. But some people get it smeared, and this, and then what they'll do is they will do something called Lent. Which means they will give something up that when that thing gets on their mind or they want it, they begin to focus on uh, the crucifixion and the price that was paid by Jesus Christ for our sins to redeem the world. So it's tied to uh, different denominations of Christianity uh, remembering the crucifixion and the resurrection and starting that season. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.